Part 4 The Mysteries of the Avium Welcome everyone to Diefall Alderheart Episode 19. Uh, we're having a brief discussion, so if anyone in the chat remembers what I named the, the student that they've coerced into helping them research stuff, uh, someone someone hit me up on that. But otherwise, welcome everyone! We're almost 20. We're almost two decades of, decades of show in, uh, and it feels, it feels pretty good, I think. So, uh... Normally, Chad, we do a nice little warm-up. We go around the room and talk to people about how they're doing, what's going on. And uh, Simply has been playing a, a game, and uh, I, I want you to continue to spout the good word of uh, of the game that you were playing. Please, go for it. Okay. Hi. So this is intro. Hi, Sipper Jackson playing... Uh, what's my character's name? Lucky... <clears throat> Look, it's been a it's been a very emotional long day for me today. So it's, it's been a it's been a year today. We're here. Uh, I'm just detoxing from all of the stuff today by watching a lot of Terrace House and playing Guild Wars too. So I encourage you guys to come play. The base game is free. You don't have to buy the expansions. You can level up really far on that free game. You could just travel around the maps, make yourself a little Asura, make yourself a big old Char, which is like a big cat moose. Whatever you like, whatever you feel. It's a great game. So. Cat moose? Normally you can like be little like, okay, every MMO I've ever been in, you can be like a little cat person. No, so there's Asuras. So Asuras are pretty much like a mix between like a uh, goblin and a uh, gnome. They look like goblins. They think like gnomes. And then there's uh, basic humans. Also, um, oh, thank you. Thank you, Spanx. I like uh, And then there's um, Silvari who are like the elves, but they're not really like racist. They're just more like salad people instead of like elf. They're like kind of trees, you know, it's weird. Uh, and then uh -huh. there are Norns, which are literally Viking people. That's all you have to know about that. Uh, and then there's Char, who uh, are like a cat Tarin from WoW. Just think like big body, like a big uh -huh. cow person, but yeah. with the face of a cat. So, huh. Just saying. So but like big cats, is the best because when they cows. jump, they jump like this. <laughs> like some flail around a lot. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh my god. I like made wow. all the other races and then I was just like, I can't. The little like jump. <laughs> so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, K bye. Uh and I I don't know why I okay, so in my eternal quest to figure out an MMO that I can play for longer than five hours. Mm. Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 had its PC US release yesterday, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so I played that, uh, and you know what is really awful, and I found out twice this week? The Microsoft Store. It is so bad. It is yeah. so bad. I Yeah, I bought, bought Rocket League for Xbox One through my PC somehow. Uh, <laughs> yes! I don't know... I don't know how. How is that linked? I don't know how. So Minecraft Dungeons came out. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to stream that. I set it up with another streamer buddy of mine. We're going to play that game. It's going to be awesome. It's on Game Pass. I have Game Pass. Super easy. Pre-download. Two gigs. Whatever. It's fine. You log in and it tells you that it can't authenticate the like that you've purchased it at all. It just has no... That was a really good zoom. I like that. <laughs> it's like it can't authenticate the purchase. I was like, okay. 
cool. So nothing works. Eventually I restart my PC because I was trying it out and it worked. And I was like, okay, I guess we're in now. Don't yeah. leave. The, the, Did a mission and then it kicked me and still gave me the thing. Warning like, I have about that game that I've heard is do, and that goes for everybody who's playing it. Do not uninstall from the uninstall or install applications part of Windows because at the moment, it has a track record of deleting everything deleting on people's everything. SSDs. So please yep. be careful if you play Minecraft Dungeons and don't yep. delete it that way. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Yep. I don't know. <laughs> wow. So so th we, we're going to go deeper down that rabbit hole too real quick. Oh, God, Sorry, I'm, no, I'm go, monopolizing go, 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 the time go. real quick. Uh, so I purchased it. I bought the game. I was like, fine, I will just buy it. It's $20. I don't care. Cannot authenticate that I have purchased the game. I, I Unbelievable. So I, we switched. We ended up playing Terraria, but like it's it was awful. So PSO, apparently it will just, I, I've turned off my PC since playing. And apparently that means potentially you will have to re-download all 80 gigs of the game, even though it already exists on your hard drive. Additionally, if you want to uninstall it, it's partitioned part of your hard drive that you don't have access to. So you have to rewrite your Microsoft Access permissions to uninstall portions of the game. Otherwise, they'll be there forever. No, thank you. And I that's mean, a PSO2 is a 10-year-old game. Yeah, I was going to say, I wasn't into playing it because <laughs> it's like a 10-year-old anime yes. game and they haven't updated graphics since they launched it in Japan that's 10 years my ago. my grape currently. So yeah. I was like, meh. But now suddenly, I don't know that. Thank you. Suddenly, <laughs> yeah. my forty-minute wait don't. time for logging into ESO isn't so bad. It doesn't sound so bad now, right? Yeah, that PSO sounds two fine. Is a ten-year-old game, and it's already been out on Xbox. This is just finally the PC release, and all this shit. And you and you load it up, and it's load bar to like download the thing. Looks like it's straight out of AOL. It is just that really crappy font with the white background, blue bar that goes up, and it takes for fucking ever. It's the worst, and the menuing in it is awful and the management for your uh your uh all your loot is awful and that's like the biggest thing the action is fun if if easy but like <sighs> dude so there's just been like, microsoft store has been a wild ride this week so yeah so maybe uh maybe you'll see me on a different mmo some point in time where i'm just gonna play terraria forever and continue to rage at dying about that because that seemed to be entertaining um, I'm going to step down off of my Microsoft Store hate soapbox, and uh, we're going to talk to Rob. Rob, uh, have you given uh, Hollow Knight another go yet? Yes. Um, and? And I also hate the Microsoft Store, and that was going to be my transition. Perfect. I, you know what? I already said all I need to say, I think. Um, I have given Hollow Knight another try. And uh, I accidentally got good at the game. I like literally like dropped into a place that I don't think I was supposed to be in yet, and like didn't have the item I needed to easily like parkour my way out. And was like, I'm gonna give up on collecting these twenty things because there's no way I'm making any of these jumps. Wait, the only way out of here is to make these jumps. All right, I guess I'll try it. And then, like, literally, like, I think almost the first try, it was just like, boop, 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 boop. I was like, oh, huh. I don't know how I got good at this. What the fuck? All it so, took was me hating the game. Yeah, eventually, chat yelling at you to just get good. It I worked. I guess. Yeah. It worked. Yeah, it worked. Shoot. Um, it hasn't worked for me yet. No, man, That's that game is that game is fantastic. I can't believe I haven't played it. That's just, like, 
That's a crime. That's, that's great. That's, that's I'm crimes so right there. I'm so bad. Oh, dude, it hasn't stopped me yet. Are you kidding me? I accidentally <laughs> donated like my entire inventory of money to a fountain and it did nothing. And I was like, it was like, oh, yeah, you want to drop some geo in the fountain? I was like, fuck yeah, dude. All right, dropping all of your geo. And I was like, excuse me? Um, but, you know, we got your there. Your wishes we, will probably come true, probably I guess, not. if you just keep throwing things at the fountain. No, probably not. It's no, fine. Okay, it's fine. Good. Good. But yeah, game's good. Game's Great. good. Snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to have you here, Rob. Hey, Appreciate no you. No you. Miss Malaveth, how have you been? What's going on? I'm good. It's hot outside now, and that's not great because I like sweaters. Yes, so that's same. That's Sweater weather is uh, is the best. So can we all agree fall is probably the best season ever created? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got two thumbs up, three thumbs. Wow. Yeah, we are all in agreement. Um, if you disagree, I'll ban you from chat. That's that is how that's gonna work. Fall is best season. Great. Good. Uh, have you have you been playing anything new? Or are you still on the on the grind for Animal Crossing? Or I don't know. I've been doing Animal Crossing and then putting up Netflix on the side and just like making little. I'm making. I'm working on like a little witchy cul-de-sac thing, making it all goth with like black flowers and stuff. It's great. That's awesome. That's 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 pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I did see your Zuko butt uh, drawing. I don't know if you've gotten further than the penciling portion of it, but like it, it, uh, that was nice. That was good. I like, I like Avatar. It's good. We were talking about that prior to the show too. It's good. Yeah, and anything related to that is good. Yeah. He's got a butt and he's got tattoos. It's great. What? Wait, are you, can you spoil what kind of tattoo that he's getting? Yeah, so it's um it's Sokka, and uh, he's got like an Appa tattoo and a saber tooth moose oh, lion and like a necklace and it's a bunch and he has like a tattoo for Suki and he's he's just got a lot going on. That's odd. Fans. What about the moon? I like that. The moon is in there. It's, it's rough, like buddy. The whole drawing. It's rough. It's rough, buddy. It's that's that's probably moon. one of the best lines of that freaking show, man. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> Good. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Do you have any other uh, upcoming projects that you're excited about? That coloring it, I think. Good. That's good. One. Yeah. yeah. I want to do more Avatar fan art. I'm actually going to make a sticker that goes along with it. That'll be UA and it's going to be so cute. It's going to be That's fun. yeah. Good. Those are projects to be excited about. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. If you guys want to see that, head on over to Mally's Twitter. It's very good and very enjoyable. Miss Litame, how are Hello. you? How's Carson? How's the cats? What's keeping you busy these days? Well, we got a heat wave right now, so no work with moving patio stones this week. Uh, they're still in our driveway. Uh, cats are okay. Nemo had a bit of a, a scare over the weekend, but he's doing okay. He's doing okay. Uh, the rest of the week, since I've been in the nice AC, uh, just world building research mostly. Yes, build those worlds. I've had the itch mm. recently to get back to homebrewing stuff. I've been doing it <clears throat> myself. Yeah, we were we were talking about that mm. stuff. Yeah, we were, bud. Yep. Oh, so I'm getting I'm getting the itch again, and like I love I've run adventures twice now in a row. It's the first time I've ever run adventures, like released stuff or published things, and I enjoy that because it's it takes a lot of the load off of me and lets me do other stuff that's good. Um, 
But man, I miss that world building portion. Yeah. I spent probably like six hours when I was up to like five in the morning just researching nomenclature and toponymy, which is like naming conventions and like how place names got their origins and meanings and stuff like that. So, so I don't know if I've ever been that deep in it, but that's awesome. <laughs> well, like my background, so like cool. my, my degree is classical civilizations. So like I've studied Greek, Roman, Egyptian history. I've learned ancient Greek, ancient Latin and stuff like that. So it's like, it's very easy for me to just get into that wormhole. Mm, very good. Will we ever, will we ever have a reveal? Will there be a, the Lady May world reveal? Oh, eventually. Okay, good. As long as we have something to hope for. That's what really matters. Cool. Um, do you guys want to play Dungeons and Dragons and where your animal characters sit in a library and read through a lot of really tedious tomes for research to find out how to stop a cataclysm from blowing up the world? Yeah. Stop it. You know how to make a girl hot. Wow. Oh, I know, right? Ooh. Let's roll for recap, everybody. I, never mind. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> I got to build them up to tear them down. All right. So roll me a D20, everyone. And we will decide who gets to do the recap. Uh, we've got Pez with a 13, Dagonet with a 17, Lucky with a 7, and Eli with a natural 20. My friend, you're uh, starting off real strong. Let's hope that keeps up for those investigation checks you're going to have to make with those books. I rolled a 3! Lucky, you are so very lucky. Please, what happened last time? I, I, I'm going to be lost. Uh, I think I was asleep. All uh, part of, oh, excuse me, just excitement. Um, last time, uh, from what I remember, we showed up uh, at the. Uh, oh my god! I was every t every time. I always want to call it the atrium, and it's not an atrium. <laughs> every time we showed up. At Though the atrium, it does and, have um, an atrium, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, we uh, we talked to the you know the the dean in charge and he didn't seem ex extensively excited about our cause but i guess i don't i don't know intellectual types that much so i don't really know what excited levels show for them but it felt like there wasn't that much uh uh uh, uh how do i say uh urgency towards uh, i mean we, we literally just got out excuse me but what's handed to us uh by this creature in the forest and then before that by a huge colossal uh volcano i suppose or whatever and uh now we need to like urgently research this or else like the whole wood's gonna burn down and this guy seems like he doesn't really um seem too bothered i guess at this part of the woods maybe they just haven't seen much of the uh, problem yet we don't know but we uh we ended up going and uh, having some beds you know uh some of us enjoy them more than others and uh, some of them, some of us really enjoy them a lot. Uh, and then we decided to go to the library. Uh, we met the uh, librarian, who seems like he is not um, the quickest of types. I would put towards it. Um, maybe very intelligent, but uh, I don't know. He uh, he definitely had some weird priorities. It seems from what our other parties have experienced, but. Uh, we were told where there was some books on the Cataclysm, some books on Conjuration, uh, just a large smattering of options to go and look up for ourselves, but I'll be honest, uh, number one, that library is really thick, and, uh, number two, 
not the reading type. So, um, it was my glorious plan to maybe recruit some of these really smart students uh, who would, of course, want to work with some of the super legendary heroes of the Alderheart Heroes of the Wood. So, you know, why not tell them who we are? And lo and behold, there was this little, very learned looking, um, it was, was it a, was it a, what were they? What were they? I, I remember only that they were a small strig that was wearing ah. glasses, ah. but I, I think we're just going to call him Kevin. That's true. That's true. I don't remember his name because he was obsessed <clears throat> with piss, but it played to our favor. So, uh, he's going to do some heavy lifting, I think for us with reading, unless he gets very distracted by piss the whole time and then we might have to just get him back in line. I don't know. Um, but hopefully with his added help, uh, we'll be able to do some more research. I think, uh. I think Eli and uh, Dagonet's been doing some good elbow grease and digging into books. I haven't caught back up with them yet, but, uh, eh, you know, you got more hands, you know, the, the slice of pie when it's not very digestible pie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You guys have more claws, more feathers, more eyes. Whether or not this turns out to be a good idea, we're going to find out. We're calling him Kevin. Uh, Kevin is a small strig recruited. Uh, through the charms of Pez and their world-renowned musicianship uh, to come help do some research on uh, the old, <clears throat> the former cataclysm, the current situation, um, the Ashen Grove, all of those different things to try and figure out how to uh, destroy uh, the the elemental that they had come across in the Ashen Plane. Um so yeah, I, I guess that's where we find ourselves. Uh, I think we jump to the library uh, again, where the uh, the two remaining party members who did not try and go find some help have been sitting for quite a while doing some research. So I think the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to see how that research has gone. Now... Uh, remind me again of what you were researching. So, Dagonet, what were you looking into? Um, that is a very good question. Um, so there were, I, I believe there were three things that you guys were looking at, uh, if I took correct note. Uh, the Scorched Grove, the, the Great Calamity, sorry, that was the original one. Oh, four things. The elemental creatures in general, right? Just trying to look up some things about that. And conjuration magic. Uh, I Lucky and Pez, I believe, were looking at the conjuration stuff. Um, and we're getting pretty stonewalled on that front from the uh, the librarian Mordain. Um, so which portion would you have liked to take in some time to look into? I believe the Scorched Grove, we resolved with Eli basically figuring out everything they already knew about the Scorched Grove because they had traveled with some of the tenders already. And it, there's not really much more to it than that. But I do just want to say the name of the book again because it was called And That's No Malarkey, The Scorched Grove by Rodrigo Malarkey. Uh, yeah. So the Great Calamity and Elemental Creatures in general, I think, were the other two things that you guys were taking a look at. So what would Dagonet tackle? I think he was doing the Calamity. Okay. That the sounds calamity. the most familiar out of those options. Sure, 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 sure. So let's see, uh, let's see how that might have gone. Roll me an investigation, please. Oh, dear. 
I do want to remind everyone you probably probably have a DM gifted inspiration listed on your sheet. So if you guys do everyone, I should remind you guys more about this. It's a, it's an advantage on any role at all. Uh, so just in case. I would like to use it, please. Absolutely. Go for it. With your inspiration, please roll me an investigation check advantage. That's a 12. Adequate. Above average, even. You've done some pretty good research into the Great Calamity. Uh, this is, again, there's very little work of substance about it. You guys have found many books that are just addressing it as, as a legend more than real truth. Uh, some books attempt serious historical study of the event, but they don't really have credible witnesses listed there. It's more conjecture than anything else. There's a lot of material written on the Calamity as a, as a whole, but the information doesn't seem very specific. It's very unfocused and spread across many, many books. It, so far, you've done pretty well in the hours of this day that you've spent looking into the Calamity. You found uh, one particular passage that really uh, turns on the little light bulb in your head. Regardless of the origin of the Calamity, whether or not the rumors of an elder elemental being hold any truth to them. A magical event of incredible significance is almost certain to have taken place. The calling of such elemental energies, whether through evocation or conjuration, would require a mage of unparalleled skill or an entity of unfathomable power. Details of this past this point of a potential Elder Elemental, it seems to have been torn out. It was briefly introduced as an eyewitness account, someone who had claimed to have seen a creature of fire and destruction. All further details have been torn from the book. He's gonna like have like the book open to that torn page and he's like, you know, I'm not a, a learned uh, a man, but uh, Eli, uh, I think this looks a little uh, suspicious, no? Uh, right when it was, you know, getting uh, relevant, the pages are torn out. Oh, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, uh, why would you? I mean, that to me says not only do I need this information, but I don't want anybody else to have this information. I mean, why not just take notes, right? You know, I, is... it is uh, it is peculiar. Uh, I wonder if uh, they are aware of uh, their books being uh, damaged in, in this way. You would think that they take offense to to that kind of uh, treatment to their to their books. I, Dagene, I'm going to sound real paranoid, so apologies in advance, but. Does this place feel suspicious to you? It, it's definitely not n normal. Uh, they don't seem to be uh, uh, aware of uh, anything outside of uh, this place at all. I mean, far removed from Alderhart is one thing. Uh, you know, if you don't have to worry about a problem and you aren't facing the consequences of it on a daily basis, then sure, you can be pretty, for lack of a better word, unempathetic to it. 
but it really feels like some of the folks here are going out of their way to uh, play the ignorance is bliss card. They, that just doesn't sit right with me. They definitely uh, keep reiterating uh, that it's going to take a long time. So they're definitely, uh, I think, uh, drawing things out. What is DM... Mm-hmm. What is the relationship between the AVM and Alderheart like? Is it like a place that magic savants go to hone their skills, basically go off to college, or are they not yeah, really related? Yeah, so this is primarily a university. Yeah. Um, and from what you know of the Humblewood map that we've seen, the only real university sure. on the map, right? So this is where anyone of, of a promising intelligence or magical inclination would go for some form of training. Now, what that entails, if there's like a scholarship program or if there's uh, you know some kind of entrance exam or something like that, you're not super sure of having been more religiously inclined rather than mm -hmm. um you know mage inclined i don't know how to differentiate that in my brain yeah right no now. i know what you mean uh, my vote it was uh, my vocation was to a a divine learning as opposed to an arcane learning um yeah so but, the but to my knowledge there's no like conflict between the conflict rather between no, the two uh, definitely on on good terms um when you had come in here it was made very clear that the dean is is at definitely on a speaking basis with the council right if not considered like an adjacent council member over the avium proper right right so i i would definitely just consider it it's a separate city in that it's a giant scaled university right it's its own place um but uh, yeah, they would absolutely have people moving back and forth between the two mm -hmm. uh, if they weren't uh, students or um, professors of the of the university itself. I just don't know that there would be any reason for malicious intent against Alderheart itself here. Probably not uh, uh, overtly, but... Uh... You know, this is a place where uh, those of magic come to to uh, to learn. Maybe uh, you know, maybe we ask around if uh, those their opinions of uh, those who are the most powerful, and uh, if uh, mm. they have left with a, a grudge or, or something. You're thinking like a power hungry situation rather than a revolutionary situation well considering we haven't uh seen anything uh on mass at this point in terms of uh, uh humble uh, folk or bird uh, bird folk uh except maybe the the creepy uh skeletons that they keep of their dead friends hmm. but uh you know that i, I I I don't know. Maybe they have maybe a group of them left uh, this place, but uh, maybe they're not uh, here anymore. But they might know. 
or someone might know there might be uh, academic records or something mm. and certainly something we could bring up when we talk to the dean about all this uh, exactement I, uh, I think that uh, he of all people would uh, know or at least know uh, where to look Mm -hmm. uh, did you uh, find anything uh, uh, since you've been uh, going through those uh, those books? Nothing I didn't already assume or know. I mean, uh, they keep referring to, to conjuration. I mean, this malarkey fella says that I mean, whether it was conjured from a nearby plane or an individual or, or some what have you, it was clearly conjuration that was involved with it. So, again, something we already kind of knew, but. Well, at least uh, this passage here says, uh, you know, uh, it could be uh, this elder and elemental uh, could be you know, called by a uh, conservation. So, you know, at least mm. that narrows it down to, you know, we were uh, correct in our uh, assumption, at least uh, at the moment. All right, we were on the right track. Now we got to figure out who or what could conjure such stuff. I hope the others are having better luck than us. They've uh, been gone a long time. Uh, you think they got lost? I'm sure they're just doing their best to keep their noses in books or beak in Pez's case. Huh. I think that's the book. perfect time to get our all the way over to Lucky and Pez. Uh, what you doing? What's going on? I think we're bringing Kevin down to the library. Okay, so if I remember correct, Kevin's about ready to do anything for you, but also I think he needs some, I, I remember him saying something about the Dean and not being able to show up for classes or whatever. How did we resolve that? Did you guys just promise him that that was gonna happen? Or was there gonna, were you guys gonna do something about it? Oh, Lucky was just saying that he would Perfect. talk to the Keiko. <laughs> Wonderful. That, that's all I needed to know in case we, if you wanted to do actual things, then we would go do that. But if it's just take Kevin, put them downstairs and let them work, then uh, that sounds pretty good. So I think our is actually we just go to the entryway of the library and we see Pez and Lucky returning with a very short strig, uh, wearing these like big glasses uh, and these, these like I probably called I'd probably said they were like purple or something robes, but let's go with green, wearing green robes and carrying a large stack of books. Lucky like slaps him on the back. Hey, we got it. So we got we recruited some help, you guys. <laughs> This is Kevin. Uh, hello, um, heroes of Alderheart. It's a pleasure to uh, to meet you all. Um, uh, these two here have said that you could use my assistance in saving Humblewood. 
essentially he kevin here has a, a good diverse knowledge in this library uh and is conveniently yes. a, a pez fan so yes pez is the greatest musician that i have ever heard of her lyrical ability is second to none i mean i hear no lies this is definitely entirely accurate it is uh just true you know it's a sign of uh your good taste uh you know that uh, you enjoys uh enjoy pez's music uh so much uh, you know it is it is nice that you know she is uh her renown is growing to at least uh, reach this part yeah She's still a little under bow here, but, you know, I'm trying to bring her to the main populace by having her music played on our audio phones. Definitely have to get out. Maybe, well, maybe we could do like a little, little mini, a little breakfast concert or something eventually. Would you really do that? I could try. We got to get through these books first. I think there's lots of books. Yes, yes. Uh, I know every nook and cranny of this library, though I've only been attending the avium for um, four or five days or so. Uh, I have become well acquainted with everything that's going on here, and our first exams are coming up rather soon, and so I've been hitting the books really hard, and he, like, drops this, like, large... For him, it's, like, his height above him, right? And he drops it comically onto the table, and some of them kind of scatter off the, the tower. Well, and surely somebody's so well-versed in, uh, in the goings-on and the uh, arcane arts here I mean, who would you say is your biggest inspiration? What made you want to study here? Made me want us. Well, I... I got... I was kind of bullied a lot back at Alderheart uh, in the schools there, and... Well, my family really wanted me brought up into the temple, but it didn't really sit so well with me when the other monk and trainee boys would pick on me for being so small. And Well, you can see I wouldn't really fit so well in the perch guard. And, and uh, well, we scrounged together a little bit of money to send me over here for the entrance exam, and I performed rather well some... Uh, Rather complicated spell casting, and they allowed me here under scholarship. Well, that's mighty fine inspiration if ever I heard one. You, you want to stick it to the folk that uh, that told you you couldn't do what oh, have yes. you? Oh, and... yes, and I'm going to stick it to them when I get the chance. <clears throat> um, so uh, what are we researching? Well, we, we were gonna look into conjuration. Uh, the 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 guy, the person down here, is supposed to help us find some books, but I think they got preoccupied. So we're just looking for some books on conjuration magic. Librarian Mordain, he's uh, well, he's what he knows everything about this place, and he'd know exactly where the conjuration things are. Have you asked him? Multiple times. I think he's very busy or something. I don't know. Well, he's always been able to. He helped me out, and that seemed a little weird, but... He helps you out right away. Yeah. All, every time. I mean, this is his job. He's a librarian. What else is he going to be doing? 
Is it cataloging apparently? Well, there are very many books here, and sometimes Mordain gets into a fit of reorganizing the library. And so, keeping an up-to-date catalog seems to be uh, very prudent. True, true, I guess. Um, is... I mean, Pez, do you want to take him back there and ask with him? Since you, since, you know, you know each other, you and the librarian, uh, Kevin. Well, we tried talking to the librarian already. I just don't think it's gonna help out. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he understands how urgent this is. I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe we should well, we can about... try going and talking to him. I'm, I mean, we're a pretty good basis. I might even call us friends. I mean, if you want to tr try, maybe. I'll do whatever you need me to, Lady Paz. I mean, do you, well, I mean, maybe, if, if you know where the books are, though, I mean, we probably won't need need his help. Well, I've been working on understanding the cataloging technique that Mr. Mordain Swiftgale has employed here at the Avium, but sometimes it's a little bit hard to understand. He has a very particular way of shorthanding bird scratch, and I, I don't really understand it some of the time, but... I could maybe be able to figure it out. I mean, if I if, if I bring over some catalogs that are on his desk, you think you could uh, look through them? Uh, it'll take me a little bit of time, and he looks down at a non-existent watch on his feathered arm. Uh, and it's getting late. I do have classes tomorrow, and I am a little... <laughs> You're going to talk to the dean about that, right? I mean, it's, it's, this is important work. I mean, I mean, literally, this is world-ending work that we need to put the work in first. And then, you know, I'll, you know, ask the Right, you've mentioned that a couple of times now. What are we talking about? I haven't heard of anything about something world-ending. I feel like that would have at least made its way to the avium from Alderhar. We have traders coming in all the time. It just doesn't seem very logical for having a, a world-ending event and for none of us to even know about it. Well, you guys haven't even heard of, like, the fires or anything? Oh, the fires always come out from the north, but I mean, we're so far south, it doesn't really affect us at any, in any case. And, and we may, maybe they're burning a little bit more than usual, and the, you know, the, the bandits have been on the active a little bit more than usual, though there seems to be some kind of development with that, and, and it, world ending doesn't seem to cover it. Well, from, be, being from closer to where the fires are at, I mean, we, we kind of saw it firsthand when they started spreading farther, and and it's it's getting bad, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be stopping, and it'll get here eventually, and I don't want to scare you or anything, but we're just trying to prevent it from even getting close to around these parts, or any parts, any more parts. There's, there's a lot of parts. Right. Uh, proactive parts. rather than reactive, you know? I mean, makes a better... Uh, story if uh and a better learning experience if we uh nip it in the bud early on rather than try to rush to pick up the pieces are you gonna tell me what's actually happening or not obviously it has something to do with conjuration magic some conjuration is enough to destroy the world you know how much magic that would take i've been here five days and i would know that that's almost impossible 
well, we did witness uh, an element as large as a volcano hurling uh, boulders at us in the Scorch Grove. Uh, we barely made it out with our with our lives. So uh, I think it is uh, pretty serious and a, a lot of magic. You can make a choice here. The party has been pretty good about both persuading and at this last point intimidating, even though it's subtly Dagonet. Um, so you can make a choice. Someone roll persuasion or intimidation with advantage. I believe the stats are best for Pez yeah. to persuade, uh, if I remember the character sheets correctly. Yeah. A 16. Yeah. Just, uh, just enough to really seal the deal here. The size of a volcano. I didn't even know they could get that big. Yeah, but I mean, you know... Elementals are kind of an interest of mine, right? Pretty cool that you can just be air or be fire, and it's this living, thinking embodiment of this element. And I mean, that's why we're looking into it. You are perfect for this job, oh my gosh. Mm, yes, it's good that you have come to me with this. I don't think anyone else would be able to help you. Bring me, bring me his list. I think there's two things that we need to take a look at here. The conjuration magic for sure, but also the elemental creatures. I need to confirm if there's ever been any sightings of something of this size. Not that I don't believe you, but maybe they lead to something about how they occur. As he's like yammering, Lucky has just like shuffled over and it's just like, sat at the table next to Eli and it's just like propped a foot up. Dagon hands uh, Kevin the book. He's like, well, uh, it looked like there was about to be a, an eyewitness account of a large elder elemental, but uh, it seems to be uh, torn out of uh, this book. Torn out? Oh, no. Mordain's not going to be very happy about that. He loves these books. What is what it like a, a is it like a registry in the book or something? Who would who would who would tear a page out of a book, right? Does it have somebody's name in the book? You know, like one of those. Are you you're looking for like a library, like yeah. a library card registry thing? Yeah, I would looking know at what it. that is. Lucky's just yeah. like you know, it's somebody yeah. put a sign on it. You know. Yeah, who <laughs> they just let these things out for anyone? You know, like it's crazy. Um, no, there doesn't seem to be like the the library card system that we know. Mm. Uh, it, it it's not something that they've employed here. Um, but I'm pretty sure you you as a party or lucky could surmise that there's likely a book with a list on that desk somewhere. Mm -hmm. You said you could read his like registry, right, Kevin? Kind of ish, a little bit. I've been okay about reading how he's organized the library, but again. Sometimes he gets on this, like, weird frenzy of reorganizing, and he just redoes the entire system. Well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go take the registry and bring it back. And maybe Pez can help you. I'm just shoving Pez into these situations. Maybe, uh, maybe Pez can help you, uh, decipher. She's, oh, she's yes. very smart, very learned. She reads a lot. Her dad's a writer, you know, pretty great. Yeah. Pez, you can help me in those large uh, bookcases back there. Uh, we'll be looking for uh, books about elemental creatures. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. and just go grab some of those. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go, go. yeah. So you're gonna bring him the uh, the the registry. You know now that the registry itself is written in 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 uh, like plain bird scratch. You oh, can okay. read the registry. It's the organizational system that is all in this like weird shorthand, um, but it is written pretty clearly. And it looks like looking at the differing uh, fonts and handwriting styles uh, that the books are signed out by hand by the person that has checked them out. Okay. Um, like a sign-in sheet, essentially. Um, but yeah, you do bring over the large folio of how this place is organized currently, maybe. Uh, it does sound like Mordain was maybe doing a reorganizational thing. Who knows at this point? <laughs> um, but looking at the registry, let's say you you go look for the book uh, on the, uh, the Great Calamity that Dagonet has pointed out to have something torn out. There is no registry of anyone having checked out the book in the last two years. It doesn't seem like it's been checked out very recently, you guys, but I don't know how long it takes to conjure something like a volcano. So if it takes a few years, I don't know. Do you want to take down the names that are the most previous to that? Like recent to that? What do you guys think? How? How far back does uh, the book go? Is uh, these books kept? Uh, if there's previous uh, records, uh, or is this? I mean, this is out? the book. Is there's definitely? I mean, I've gone two years back. I haven't seen this book checked out. I can keep going and see if there's any more. You know, before that, but again, well, I, mean, I don't know how long it takes to conjure these things. So, well, what what's to stop somebody from just tearing the pages while they're in the library and not necessarily going through the proper channels to take out a book? That is true. It's a... That's the issue. I mean, it's been pretty easy to come in and out. Nobody's seen us. He's been doing cataloging, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially if you know where the the book is, uh, you could probably be in and out, and no one would uh, no one not all. So, I mean, but it would be definitely be somebody in the building. Nobody would come all the way down here, so. I don't know. It seems pretty particular for a pesky student to have a page, too. As far as... I mean, this guy's smarter than I am, so I don't know, you know? Way smarter. Don't tell him I said that. Well, I think the person who would uh, rip out these pages uh, aren't really, you know, worried about the how the school may uh, think of them if they're about to, uh, you know, unleash a giant volcano on the on the world. Mm. The one little uh, school is, uh, you know, nothing to them. It's just, is it not interesting to me? I mean, oh, it's interesting to me, it's not interesting to y'all that he's, uh, there's just, there's just no sense of, like, right, a fear here. I mean, I know we're, I know we're far enough away, but the fire spreaded pretty fast and I'm sure some of these students have families that have been you know burned out of their own homes before they came or while they're here maybe maybe I it just seems so lightly dusted of a topic for them do you think that the magic is in involved of them either forgetting or not knowing that uh, something is I don't know. Something should be cared about. I don't know, but anybody I feel like who would... I mean, again, I don't know a lot about magic, clearly, but... It seems like anybody who would be able to do anything this large would have at least 
been somewhat in through or previously within these walls. So, I mean, that's this is where they learn all that stuff, right? There's not like yeah. another avium somewhere, right? Am I? No. Yeah, it's it's it must have. Uh... You know, obviously, for someone not to cover their tracks, they they were here either as a, a student or a, a, a professor or both. I don't know. Do you think we bring this up to the dean, the Tolan Pages? Ask him if there's anybody who's left recently. Or... I think so. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe we play this a little bit close to the chest, and maybe start the conversation with asking about any notorious figures around the atrium, but. We keep this in mind and maybe. Uh oh. Oh no, we stopped mid did we, did, Okay, not just me. Sorry, Rob, we missed the last sentence. I heard maybe and then you drifted off. My um, connection is unstable. Huh. No. Cool. Um, I said maybe I sound a little bit. Oh, uh, wait, what did I say? Maybe we play this a little close to the chest and um, I hope I don't sound so paranoid. I just. I don't. I don't know. Something just doesn't sit right about this place. Well, it feels it feels weird. Like I don't know. I be no offense to the dean. He just didn't seem very urgent. And then yeah. Mister Mister, I know this whole library like the back of my hand doesn't seem like he really wants to help us with the back of his hand. If you know what I'm saying, he's no, just. It is, it is. It is true. You know. It, you know. We we had uh, resistance from uh, the council, but that was you know. They knew about the problem and they knew that something should be done about it. They just were unwilling to recognize that fact. But here it's just like it doesn't exist at all. Yeah. It is, yeah, it's just very, it's very odd. I think we definitely could talk to the Dean about letting at least the librarian know that this is high priority and he needs to help us instead of doing his cataloging. Because that's just a bad job, in my opinion. But, you know, secondly, it doesn't give us any information. We can bring up some defilement with the books, maybe. You know, I'll go with your flow on this, so you like, because you know me, I'll just bloop, I'll spat it out. I don't know what else to look up though in these books. Conjurings. Cataclysm. Conjurings. <laughs> and I think. That's where we find ourselves with Pez <laughs> in the stacks with a, with a very excitable Kevin. Uh, this is his element. And it's weird. He seemed to have, like, revered you this entire time. But once he's in the books, he's just, like, handing you books. And you're just carrying all of these tomes. And, you know, he's very short. Sometimes he asks you to, like, get a book from a higher shelf or something like that. And eventually, after this conversation fades and you guys are, like, back looking in the books, uh, Kevin and Pez return with a large stack of books in both of their hands. Oh, it looks like you were uh, successful in that endeavor. How long do you think it'll take us to read all these? Like, an hour? Uh, maybe for for you, but uh, my old bird eyes uh, might take me a little longer than that. How many words could be in these things, though? Like, 20? Well, these books here, if I was to do proper research into all of these things, I think would take me roughly three days if I don't go to any of my classes. 
what if we read them real fast? Well, I'm the fastest reader here, I could tell you by far, just by looking at you. Not that you're saying that you aren't just heroic in other ways, but, I mean, are any of you versed in magic or arcane arts in any way? A little bit. He looks over, he's, you know magic? Talked to a bird on the way here, like a hawk, that was pretty exciting. You wanted to eat Lucky. But he didn't. A bird talked back to you? Yeah. He looks at the rest of the group. Did she cast a spell to make that happen? Or is she just talking to birds? No, yeah, me. a spell was cast. Oh. He looks at you and like, if we could see it, like the heart eyes and the pupils would show up. Wow. You was real good at magic too. You know magic too? Normally, people that know magic don't carry around such heavy equipment like heroes would, but what kind of magic do you know? Was that directed at me? I'm sorry. Oh, yes, Eli. Sorry, sorry I was doing an internet speed test to make sure everything's good. Um, I, I mean, you know, my magic comes from the domain of community so uh whereas you study here i i studied with uh well with the temple hmm. but what i do is monk magic. bullies that i was talking about earlier did you bully people too well no not during my studies no hmm. oh, all right but yes i mean he like gestures to the large amount of tomes on this there's probably 30 bucks here. It's gonna take some time to go through unless we get really lucky. I like to think somewhere lucky was just like <laughs> Lucky's definitely like close to you guys and like in this conversation, uh, but just like Oh, you're lucky lucky, that's me. That's that's my name. Zoned uh, completely. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, well, yeah, I suppose we'll hit the books with you there. Well, it, it, wait, are you going to help me read these? Well, yeah, I'd like to, I'd oh. like to learn what I can. <laughs> well, that, that has to be was if I was just going to do all the work. <laughs> uh, no, we've been already, uh, reading. Yeah. Uh, we assumed that, uh, we would, uh, being approached, approached this with, uh, with you and that you, you know, you have Normally, a when people on. make me do their homework, I just do all of it for them. So this is a nice change of pace. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the more eyes, the better. It helps us get through faster, but there's no reason you should be doing our all of our work for us. You're more like a, our our guides. You know, you are familiar more with the with this content than uh, than what we are. Exactly. Well, okay. Um, who wants uh, elemental stuff? I'll, well, he just I'll, tries to eyeball uh, the thinnest book. He's like, uh, that one. <laughs> I want that one. Can, can this one book? And you like you pick it up, and it, it's like it's like everybody uh, casts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And it is mostly just really artistically well done, like drawings of elementals of different types. 
Uh, and basically, in simplest words, it's like, the water elemental is made of water. Yeah, this is the water elemental, guys. <laughs> and, like, that's... Very good, Lucky. The whole book. <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's exactly like that. Um, can I real quick, Pez, can I get a perception check from you, please? This is kind of posthumous or humorous. It's posthumous. But, uh... Can I get a perception? Pez has been uh, dead 12. since episode two. Oh, no. You've been all over this library looking at all, getting all of these books, and you do not remember seeing Mordain. It's a big library, though, right? Is that weird? You remember there's only one door in and one door out, and you have to walk past that first table to get in or out. Huh. What do you think about? Uh... Y'all seen Mordain anywhere? Like, I, I was just walking around looking for books, and I, I didn't... I didn't see him. Where'd he go? Is there a secret tunnel? <gasps> Through the mountain? <laughs> what? You... I'll go, I'll go find him. He's like, it's a great book, by the way. Great book. And he puts it down to try to, like, shuffle off quickly through the shelves to see if he can find... Thank God, no reading. All right, let's go. Uh, where's this, uh... Where's this? Mordain? Hello. All right. So you want to go on a hunt mm -hmm. for Mordain. Cool. We will get to that in just a moment. Let's resolve the books first and figure out what everyone is looking at. Who's going to pick up elementals? Uh. That's three people holding their hands up for elementals. Who wants elementals? <laughs> All right. Eli was first. Eli, you're getting elementals. You are you are handed a stack of books, including the one that uh, Lucky tossed to the side. Rather nice introduction on what elementals are and uh, the different types of elementals you might find. Um, okay, so that leaves conjuration magic as a whole. This is definitely a much more convoluted subject when it comes to all of these books being listed. Uh, it's definitely, it, it's more complicated in all ways that like reading a calculus textbook would be for the first time in some cases, where you look at a formula, an actual formula for the magical properties of something and how to conjure something. And it can be entirely foreign to someone who does not have any proficiency uh, in magic, essentially. So do we, um, do we have anyone that's proficient in arcana checks or not? I don't believe so. Okay, your proficiency in Arcana is going to be Kevin. Congratulations, Kevin is your proficient guy. So you're going to be looking for stuff with Kevin based on his, like, what you might want to be looking for, for conjuration of potentially an elemental of some kind. Um, it's going to be an interesting project. So for everyone involved here, can I get just basic right now investigation checks? Let's see how the initial look through these books go. If we get real lucky, maybe they go really well. Good. Dagonet has a three on the investigation. Eli with a natural 20, 21. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and Pez, will you roll me an investigation check, please? An eight, an eight. Oh, goodness if gracious. If I inspiration, I have to say that beforehand, right? That's how that works? Uh, if you're gonna use the DM granted one, I'll let yeah. you do that whenever. Okay, can I do that? Just go ahead, yep. 
It's it's like it's my it's my luck point for everyone involved. Um, okay, so that's a 17. Much better. It's very, very, very good. Uh, I'm gonna roll for uh, Kevin here. So give me one moment. I'm literally just selecting a random person to roll as right now uh, with an acceptable intelligence. Let's see. That looks right. Yeah. Okay, that looks right. Boop. Okay, it went pretty well. All right. Um, so, Eli, uh, let's 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 do you first here. Uh, elemental creatures. It's a fairly straightforward avenue for the research. There's a ton of books, as you can see in front of you. Uh, however, the ones elementals, the size is seen in the grove. It's a very narrow field of study. Uh, this could probably take you a while to go through to just get to that point, but I think you just get lucky. And what you find out is that the book that Lucky had actually has an entire page on greater elemental summoning and summons of that size. So, as you're reading through this book, basically just flipping through it to see what Lucky was looking at, you get so dang lucky. You learn that elementals of the size are normally called Elder Elementals. Incredibly powerful beings that can reshape the land in which they live through just their presence. The beings uh, would require very advanced conjuration magic to summon. And it's pretty much put there in that simple of terms in this book. It's like, takes a lot of magic to get out here, can reshape the world around them. Great. Cool. Many Elder Elementals have traits of one or two elements working in concert. Stories from uh, from across the Humblewood, as you exit from this one book, will tell you uh, that fire and earth elemental may have been involved in a calamity that birthed the Scorched Grove. This is in tying with the legends that you guys have read previously as well. Um, elemental creatures composed of fire that also prevent possess the earth elemental trait tend to be incredibly strong and durable and do not appear to retain vulnerability to cold magics. However, cold type magic should theoretically be able to and you find that the page has been torn out. Alright, now what in the something's going on here. And he slams the books down on the table. Uh, something ain't right. Um, what's going on? And I, I do have to ask you to please not treat the books so roughly. Some of them are very old. Sorry, Kevin. But speaking of books being treated roughly, this is now the second book where not only has somebody torn pages from it, but these are pages that correspond with exactly what we are researching something is working against us here well that doesn't seem right we would really need to tell the librarian that someone's tearing pages out of the books he's gonna be very upset about that yeah where the hell is that fella anyway i'm glad we get two of these in one show right now lucky glad i set oh. you up with these Yes, great. Got you. More, where is Mordane Swiftgale, the librarian? Where have go? they disappeared to? Um, so this is what you can try and do. Do you want to just do a general investigation of the library, or are you going to put your ranger skills to the test oh, in he's, he's a library definitely... format? 
He's definitely like library adventure tracking. <laughs> oh, and you're going to try and track this guy. I think more audibly, because I feel like the whole library is pretty quiet either way. It so it's like, what can I hear that's not my friend's okay. yammering back there? But like. So that, if you're trying to audibly find something, uh, is definitely a perception check. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, definitely not bad. It's eerily quiet, and it continues to be eerily quiet. You wander amongst the large and long stacks of books further and further back in this underground library under the avium. Eventually, the voices of your friends fade to the background. And you continue deeper, listening for any, anything that might be a, a page turn, a, a small strig hoot, a, a pen scratch on a sheet of paper. But all you hear is a small hum. He's going to, like, try to track down where this hum is coming from. Because it's the only thing that's silent. Anymore. Yeah. It seems to be off towards the left, maybe a couple of more stacks down. And as you move through the stacks, the smell of old, old books assaults your senses. It's that weird, like, kind of gummy and paper dryness smell. And you see something that looks really eerie? Something you maybe haven't seen before. A sheaf of pages under a glass dome seems to be floating and rotating and emitting this strange hum. How big is this dome? For Lucky, uh, probably if Lucky's face was up against it, about the size of their head uh, and maybe a little bit longer. Um, and it seems to be sitting on like this pedestal. It, it looks like a glass covering you would have for, like, a cake, but elongated, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and inside are these old, dried-out, brown sheets of paper that are just kind of hovering and rotating. Uh, he's going to try to get close enough to see if he can catch any of the woods on the paper. Sure, yeah, so you get closer to it, and you can see that it looks like one of these old pages has been torn, but you are able to make it out as you wander around it, following the rotation of the page. It reads, After its defeat, the aspect of ice lost a single shard. The Borealis was sealed away. A dance of fire and ice maintains the wood's balance. If the fire wanes, it must wane slowly. Only then will its energies have time to ebb away. From that point on the page, it's been torn. I mean, clearly the balance of everything, fire and ice, resonates with him. Not much of everything else, just that this is clearly something with the fire. And he, like, very quickly runs back to the group, shuffling as quickly as he can through shelves and whatnot. Uh, it's like, hey, guys, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't find the, I couldn't, guys, I couldn't find the librarian. 
but uh, there's something there's something over here I need you guys to come look at. I didn't want to touch it because it's humming and it's got some pages in there, and some of them have uh, it has information about uh, an aspect of ice and the balance of fire. And I, it's yeah. Please please come check it out. He like turns around and starts shuffling back. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> sure, yeah. So you you guys are shuffling back to the back, 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 back portion of the library. Additionally, I've entered in the chat everything that you have learned so far in this in today's session. This is the elemental stuff uh, currently. Uh, yeah, so you go all the way to the back, and again, it's like the smell of old old books. These tomes, some of them rather large, uh, and then you see this like glass-covered, rotating, as if stuck in some kind of stasis. These pages. I didn't want to touch you guys, but, uh... And Lucky's gonna try to kind of point at the one that he was eyeballing before, if there's anything distinguishing about it, like a embellishment on the capital letter of the paragraph or something that would be recognizable to be like, this this one's the one that I, I saw. If you can... You might have to walk around it, you know, to keep up with it, because it floats around a bit, but... That's the one. Uh, so, see, so after, after it's the feet. That one. That one. That one. That one. Uh, yeah. And so, are we? I mean, to the best of our knowledge, these are pretty clearly like. Can we? Can we suss out like other books that have pages missing and like? we're seeing matching pages in here uh i mean i don't know how easy that is to tell but like you could open this and see if the other pages have anything to do with it though there was quite the warning previously about various tomes and sheafs and scrolls in here that could be potentially dangerous yeah What uh, do you think we uh, should do? Aren't we in the the, the deadly tome section of uh, the library? He's like nervously looking around. Oh, no. That's not over here. That's kind of back over in that direction over that way. Well, again, if Mordain hasn't rearranged the cataloging. No, this is a, um, a stasis chamber. A place here to preserve the the paper as long as possible. You can see now as if if you were to open it, there's potential for it to just crumble away. But but it's been torn. Who would do something like this to something so old and priceless? Somebody who doesn't much have the reverence that you carry for these tomes, Kevin. But why would they? It's what not- is it? Hang on. I don't want to read this. <laughs> but why would they care? Why would... Borealis. A dance of a fire and I... It's, like, it's just legend. There's nothing here. Why would... Why is... Oh. But you, did you notice that the W in wood is capitalized? The wood's balance? Is that significant to you? Well, sometimes Hummelwood is generalized as the wood. And it says fire. Well, you haven't seen any ice. 
And there's a balance, I guess, in our wood? Is this... I, well, yeah, I guess we don't have an... An icy plane, like an ashen one. Maybe we need an icy plane for your plane to work? I don't know. Or maybe there was, and it was destroyed... Or it's being prevented from manifesting somehow so that the fire can win. Uh. It sounds like somebody is trying to shift the balance. Uh, are there other pages floating in this? I mean, they're just this one. Uh, it, it seems to be a small, like, small sheaf, right? Like, it's hard to tell from this angle. They're very old and kind of crumbly on the edges. Um, but there's there's probably, like, one more page or two more pages in there. It doesn't seem to be, like, a whole lot. It's definitely not a full book. Should we get the other pages out? You? I've got pretty delicate hands. But I, uh... Just nervous about what kind of magic is at hand here. Maybe, like... I don't know. I doubt somebody who was trying to tear up these pages... Or tear away these pages and hide them would make it this easy to find them without there being some sort of ward on it. Yeah, I, I, I can't recognize... Uh, figure out whatever this magic is. I figured it was just... You know... Can I try to detect magic? You absolutely can try and detect magic. I didn't magic. prepare it. Absolutely detect some magic. You're in a you're in the Hogwarts school of birds and stuff. You can detect all the magic you want to detect. Look at some stuff. Yeah. So you cast detect magic, and if I remember correctly, it'll it'll basically show you everything that you can see that might have magic on it and tell you what type of it is um unless it's behind uh, some barrier so like some of the stacks of books are going to block your view from anything else else that could be possibly magical um but in front of you you definitely see uh, a, a glow of of magic here um i'm not entirely sure what school of magic this like time stasis bubble would be um but it, it doesn't seem to have anything else other than that uh, aura attached to it. Seems to be very singularly focused. Yep, that's magic. But not I, bad magic, it's fine. It's just like the, the, the stasis thing that, that Kevin was talking about, so it's, it's fine, but I don't know, if we open it, I, I don't know if we'd want to risk the pages crumbling, like maybe we should write down what they say if we can, and, and then try, I don't know. I mean, I agree. I'm just, you know, like, he pulls out his little pockets. I'm just fresh out of a pin now. That's so, uh... You know? How about Kevin? Kevin, you got a good shorthand? You know? Pez needs somebody uh, to write something down, you know? Yes, of course. I, I have developed my own version of shorthand that I use to take notes during classes and things of that nature. And, and Pez, you get, like, a mental ping of magic. Someone's casting a spell. 
can I tell from what direction? Like, is it in this room or is it? It's at least within 30 feet of you. Kevin, are you doing magic? Is that your shorthand? Is it magic? No, I, I wouldn't be casting magic of any oh. kind here. I'm not okay. very strong in the art anyways, but. There's some magic happening. Where? Somebody did a magic. I don't know. Somebody not this thing. Somewhere there was a, it was a blip, it's been something, something Lucky, happened. as you look at Pez, her shadow gets up off the ground I'm and lunges at her to attack her. <laughs> and that's where we're going to take our first break. We'll be right back for Diefall Alderheart episode 19. See what this whole shadow thing's about. We'll be right back. Hey guys, once again, thank you guys so much for being here this evening for Diefall Alderheart episode 19. If you'd like to get caught up on anything here on the show, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash runawayrobot. If you prefer a all audio podcast format, we are available over on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud under Diefall or Diefall Dungeons and Dragons. Should be easy enough to find us there. A big thank you to you guys coming out today. I super duper appreciate it. Mr. Grimm, thank you for the follow Vertigo Cross for the raid and the sub at four months. Uh, Dark Juice Box, thank you for gifting a sub to Simply Jackson and the Lady May with 12 months. Thank you, thank you very much. And again, a big thank you to our patrons. That's right, chat. You can support this stream and this show in particular with these cast members by taking part in our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash diefall. We have various different levels with various different rewards attached to them. And our first art reward will be going out this weekend. If you would like to see some very cool art done by our very own Malaveth, uh, you will be able to see that this weekend if you take part in the Patreon art tier. So take a look at that. Uh, get an NPC name drawn out of a hat. Get some exclusive behind-the-scenes post-show thoughts from the cast and characters in general. Uh, and maybe even get an NPC written into the show of your choice. So... Thank you guys very, very much for that. And thank you specifically to Zombie Fighter, Wraith V, ESG, Tin Robot, H Burns 2015, Alutis 12345, Shades of Blue, and AW Rider. We will be right back, guys. Welcome back, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart episode 19. I need to get us some uh, totally not battle music stuff uh, things. Uh, what do I want to use for this? And That'll work. Perfect. All right. So there's a shadow that has risen up from behind Pez and is reaching out to attack her. Uh, Lucky has informed me that they would like to Stop that from maybe happening or inform her well enough that she is not surprised about it. Exactly. Um, so we're going to see what happens. And I think the best way to make that work is uh, let's get a let's get a little turn order going. You guys select your characters on your tokens there and roll me some initiative very quickly. We will figure out figure out how fast you're able to let her know what's happening. Ooh. It's pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Lucky with a 19, Eli with a 19, Pez with a 12. All right, Dagonet with a 13, and my friends, uh, let's see what they I end up I forgot I had negative initiative, or negative <laughs> dex. 
I was like 19. Oh shit, that was my crit. I'm rolling all crits tonight, and now we're getting into battle, and I'm gonna roll none of them. Yep, this is the way that it goes. Um, let's do this. Let's go. Pez Shadow will be my first roll, don't, which is going like to be uh, 17. Can I do that? Yep, okay, cool. So there's Pez Shadow, uh, and then we're going to add, uh, this will be Eli Shadow. Uh, Eli Shadow is a apparently a 22. We just so Eli Shadow. All sorry, Eli bud. Roll. How did the shadow roll better than me? Come on, man. Lucky Shadow. Show me up. Um, yeah, yeah. Lucky Shadow is uh seven. I'm just going down the list here. Sorry, it ended up being that way. Uh, Dagonet Shadow is nine. And Kevin Shadow, because Kevin gets one too. Kevin Shadow is a seven as well. All right, cool. So let's do his descending turn order. So we've got one that acts at the very top of the, the list here. So as Lucky yells out for for Eli, um, and apparently the music is just going to end again. This is, there it is. Okay. Um, as Lucky yells out to Pez, to look out behind her, Eli, you feel something behind you, and it attempts to strength drain you. Uh, that's a nine, which I don't wait, but you are surprised by this because it's acting first. So that's a 22, Eli. Does that get you? Yeah. Uh -oh. All right. The target's strength score is reduced by 1d4. So 1d4. One. So your target, your strength score, entire strength score is reduced score. by one. Okay. Yep. Uh, this is this is shadows in general chat. So we'll talk about shadows real quick. Shadows, uh, shadows do damage, but they also do strength damage. So that's also twelve necrotic damage, Eli. Um. So what happens is if if they hit, they literally suck the life out of the person that they hit, uh, dealing direct damage to the stat block of strength. If that hits zero, that target dies. No saves, no nothing, they just die. So, let's figure out what happens. Uh, it lasts until a shorter long rest, so not forever, but it can kill you. Uh, Eli takes 12 necrotic damage and feels the strength sucked from his body. Uh, I need to do this real quick. And the shadow attempts to, in this dimly dark lit portion of the library, fade to the shadows uh, using its bonus action. Um, so it's gonna it's gonna roll some stealth. So it's all stealthed up. Okie dokie. Um, great, 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 great. So that means, Eli, you're next. That just happened to you. What do you want to do about it, bud? So mine is just gone. Uh, unless you would try to find it, but you can yeah. directly see around you, there are others. Yeah. 
Um, I who who is mm. closest to me right now? I do want to make mm. a quick point. What stuff was left in the room? Yeah, I already minus my uh, armor and shield. Okay. I'm not armed. Who is carrying weapons? I've got a quarterstaff. So this is a default thing that I always keep for the party, and this is like chat. This is a my homebrew selection. An adventurer never leaves home without a knife, regardless of anything. You will always have a knife slash dagger on you. So that is up to you, but you will always have that. Um, but other than that, if you did not take armor or anything else, that's where we're at right now. It's a good job. Uh, hedgehogs can't wear armor. True. I'm no better or worse off than I already was. <laughs> I Very believe, true. I believe they asked us to only leave our weapons. If I'm they not did, mistaken. They did make note of how intimidating Dagonet looked with Specifically him. Dagonet due to the style of armor being worn. Yeah. Um, and Lucky definitely. If they didn't say you take that off, Lucky's like, nah, I'm keeping this flexible. So I'm just into this, you know? It's my vibe. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I haven't. Okay. I don't uh, think I would have taken my quarterstaff. Would you have kept your mace or anything no, like that, I or the have, the sword of the wood? Yeah, or? I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have taken weapons to honor them. The one thing okay. I could see taking is my quarterstaff, but I don't know that Eli would have even thought. Would have just even done it just because you're in the tower, right? Yeah, it doesn't I, make much sense. Yeah, I think he would have honored everything. Sure. Okay, um, so Eli, what do you want to do? Luckily, you have many spells at your disposal. Yup, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Eli, I think, who who's closest to me? Would we, would we know? Who's closest to you? So you're kind of all surrounding this, uh, I'm, I'm going to say you're all in a circle around the rotating uh, pedestal in front of you. Okay. Um, so we can... Uh, we can maybe visualize visualize it as that. Uh, so closest to you, let's just say Lucky's on your left, Dagonet's on your right, Pez is across from you. Uh, in between uh, Dagonet and Pez is Kevin. Okay. Does um, that mentally make sense, or do you want yeah, me to yeah. pull up a, a random map? No, 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 that's fine. Um, okay. And are these shadows all seeming to attack us? You, you know now after this, like, you feel this enter you, and you look behind you, and it's already gone. Yeah. Right? But looking around, you see what Lucky has pointed out to Pez. You see the other shadows around everyone. You see even okay. one pulling up a very small one behind Kevin. Yeah, I think I would rush up to... Let's see what I can do here. Um... Hmm. Spellcasting, you tricky bitch. Yeah. I think I would uh, real quick conjure the spiritual weapon um, and okay. attack the one next to Kevin, like immediately. And just, so and, the one right behind Kevin? Sure. Yeah, and I at the same time would go forward and pull him back from it. Okay. Like get between him and it if possible. Uh, sure. So go ahead and I don't have my thing up. Uh, spiritual weapon, a 15 does absolutely hit. So go ahead and, and, and roll me some damage for that one. Okay. 
Seven force. Seven force damage. Wonderful. Um, so yeah, you you end up dealing seven force damage to it as the rapier comes down and plunges into the shadow, and it feels ra- it looks rather amorphous, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it looks like because this is not a true weapon, doesn't deal piercing damage, it's dealing magical damage of some kind, it still has a great effect, and like. The shadow shudders around the force field, essentially around this rapier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you try to pull Kevin away. Uh, I do want to note that pulling Kevin away will initiate an attack of opportunity from the shadow. Uh, I just want to check with you that that is still something that you want to do. Hmm. Instead of pulling him away, can I get between them? Um... Shadows are very close to things. Uh Shadows are very close to, and I and I see what you're trying to do here. I don't know if I have something. So you've only used your bonus action. Mm -hmm. We can rule of cool this if you would like to use your action to get in between. Disengage him from the shadow. Is that a thing that I can do? Give him Um, my disengage. I will say that you could utilize a shove. Okay. In, a, in a sense, to move him out of the way and move into his spot. I would like to do that, yeah. I would like okay. to replace him if possible. Yes, so you've done that. You're now in between him and okay. his shadow. Um, and we'll, we'll just call that the... This is the Eli heroic action for this portion. Uh, he gets in between Kevin and the, uh, the additional shadow that is here. Um, and you deal seven force damage to that. Is there anything else that you would like to do here? I think that taps you out other than movement-wise. Nope, that's what um, I'd like to do. Excellent. Okay. Human shield them if possible. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So that is Eli's go. All right. Lucky. Uh, shadows all around you. You've alerted your friends. Uh, you are not surprised by this, having seen at least the one thing behind Pez. You now see Eli reacting to it as well. So you can surmise that behind you there is likely one too. Uh, yeah. I think. Uh, and I definitely have seen the one attack. Eli, correct? Yes. Okay. Did I see it kind of whoosh into the whoosh, you know? You saw it fade into the shadow. You would definitely have to try and perceive it to figure yeah. it out. It's it's above your, your natural perception threshold here. Uh, Lucky trusted that we did not need weapons coming in here, but Lucky doesn't like having a weapon. So pardon moi if I ruin these pages, but Lucky is grabbing the globe topper of this and trying to smash it to use glass as like a dagger. So like an, an improvised weapon, yeah, yeah. essentially. That's his immediate reaction is oh like bar God. fight. This is happening. This is the closest thing available. You're gonna pick up the time capsule, yeah. smash it, <laughs> and use it as an improvised weapon. Okay, so I don't really ever have to do improvised weapon rules. So this is gonna be an entire an entire thing here. The lesson for us that we get to look at. Uh, rules, improvised weapons. Great. I love that roll twenty has this right here in front of me. Sometimes characters don't have their weapons. Weird, right? Weird. They have to attack with whatever's at hand. An improvised weapon includes any object you can wield in one or two hands, such as broken glass. It is literally the first thing. (laughs) A table leg, frying pan, wagon wheel, or a dead goblin. Often, an improvised weapon is similar to an actual weapon, can be treated as such. For example, a table leg is like a club, or glass can be like a dagger. So I think that's what we will exactly treat that as. Um, so go ahead. It, I think, do you have a dagger in your inventory right now? Or do you want me to drop one in there so you can go I ahead? I have and one, but. Perfect. We'll just, my real one's there. This is the new one. Yes. Okay. This dagger is actually a shard of glass in Lucky's hand that they've now smashed this times capsule to the ground with. And uh, you can go stabby stab if you would like to. Um, 
I Lucky is definitely gonna stab at the one that he has seen at Pez because I don't know if he recognizes that she's had an ability to respond to that one yet, and if it's within close enough, like of a like <laughs> around Pez or like just maybe even guard around her, like a no. Sure. Uh, there's probably one coming from you. Great. Um, so your discretion, whether I need to ready an attack for that for his turn, or if you would like me to... This is for Dagonet, right? I just want to make sure. No, for Pez. Uh, oh, sorry. Because I saw the one coming at Pez. I've seen the one coming yes. for Eli. I assume there's one coming for me, but I know this one's already in motion, so... You can, you can make the move if you want to make the move. Um, does Lucky realize there's one behind them as well? I feel like... I've given the I, opportunity to understand that. Yeah, I feel like there is, but I don't know how spread apart we are. That's my question. If, if okay, we are sure. far enough apart that it would be essentially a disengage from this one to move to that one, or if it's just now we're in a group fight. You are directly next to Pez, yes? I I would say so, because I saw it yeah. first, but... Perfect. Yeah, so you are within range then. This is not... It's not like a big round thing, yeah. right? It's like maybe this big. And you're all standing in a circle around it. So, like, the person next to you is within five feet of okay, you. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... So, yeah, absolutely. You could reach behind and, like, diagonally, if we were looking at the map, you'd be able to slash the, yeah, the shadow. Yeah, I know you I know you gave me advantage, potentially, of knowing that one's coming. But I feel mm -hmm. like his reaction is, like, that one's coming from my friend first. I gotta, like... Sure, absolutely. Cool. All right. So, rolling with the dagger first time. Pew, pew. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> An 11 is slightly not enough to hit. It moves out of the way like, well, like a water elemental that you read about in that book earlier. <laughs> it just <laughs> out of the way. Yeah, weird, right? Weird. weird. Um, but yeah, you're unable to score a hit on it here. Okay. Uh, but you are currently engaged with this one here as well as the one behind you probably potentially. Cool. And because um, I have initiative, I would definitely like to use my bonus action to team tactics help Pez yes, on her turn. Yes, absolutely. So. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, and thank you for the reminder on that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this one, I'm just gonna put these, this, 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 okay. Is there anything else that you would like to do? I think you've got movement left, but you're kind of engaged here, so yeah. All right, the Pez Shadow. Uh, I don't know why it says 34, that should be 14, okay. The Pez Shadow uh, reaches out to grab at Pez. Pez, this is a regular attack on you, having Lucky's help has alerted you uh, to the, the danger behind you. Um, so the strength drain comes in. That is a 13, Pez. What is your armor class? My armor class is 13. So it meets it. Draining you of strength, dealing oh. nine necrotic damage and 1d4 to your strength score. What does that do? One. So you you go to your strength score yeah. and make note of how much we end up losing. You literally just minus one and all of the things that happen with that change. Your athletic che checks will go down. Your strength saves go down. Everything goes down. So you just change your strength score to minus one. It might even affect your bonus there. I'm so jealous that simply has food right now. <sighs> Anyways, we're good. Um, okay, so Pezzet attacks you and you take 9 necrotic damage plus 1 strength drain damage. Okay? Uh, it does not move. It seems engaged, uh, ready to be against Pez here. Um, apparently this is not working out super well for me to not get this stuff. Roll20 is having some issues, so, you know, we're just gonna have it be here. Um, the Shadow doesn't attempt to make any, any, uh... 
any attempt to hide on its bonus action here. Um, okay, Dagonet, it is your turn. Shadows abound. What would you like to do? Well, he had left with his quarterstaff for a walking stick. Yes. Uh, so yeah, he's gonna two-hand this thing and swing around, and he's well. Everyone else has got stuff behind him. He's got probably one Try behind him too. Try and wallop the thing behind you. Yeah, luckily you, so quick, so dexterous on your initiative this time, Dagonet. Uh, yeah, there's a shadow behind you. Yeah, weirdly enough, it's there. Uh, so you want to whack it with a quarterstaff? Yeah. All right, absolutely. Nope, I don't. That is a natural one. No, I think, again, it flows around the staff, and you're unable to make any kind of connection with it. Uh, it's It seems that having physical objects interact with this is going to be very difficult. Okay. Uh, bonus action you want to use. Got anything on hand? No. No? Okay. That's fine. Um, do you want to move? Do anything else? He'll stay for now. Okay. Perfect. Pez. You feel the strength sapped from your body. What would you like to do? Uh, so it's dark in here, right? It well, it is dim. Uh, I'm gonna point that out. You guys have full vision of being able to like see each other right now and see around you, but there are definitely enough shadows generated by like the lamplight, the magical lamplight that exists here in the avium and in the library to create extra shadows for these to hide in. Uh, maybe lighting up the room would help. It will light up the room, I think, with the with the dancing lights thing. Sure, so you're gonna light up the immediate area with your dancing lights to create additional torches uh, yeah. around. So you create up to four. Uh, where are you putting them? Is it like a circular room or like a square room? I just kind of want to maybe like the corner. The library is really like a long rectangle, so you're not necessarily in a separate room. You're just in an open area between book stacks that happens to have this pedestal in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, just just as around far as you I guys. Can minimize the shadows around us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you want to minimize the immediate hiding area. Yeah. Totally understand that. Perfect. Yeah. So you do that, and you put up the lights around you, uh, and you see the shadows kind of shy back from it a little bit. But once they realize it's a, like a non-damaging light, uh, they they come back at full force. Okay. Uh, and then I'm just gonna do. Uh... A bardic inspiration on uh, on Eli there. Get a one six. Okay. All right, Eli, you are bardically inspired. Excellent. Stab real good. Uh, okay. Dagonet, the shadow that you are now engaged just lashes out at you with its strength draining attack. Fourteen. No. Does not hit! You weave to the side again nimbly, which is impressive for Dagonet in any sense, uh, but feeling less burdened from not having all of this heavy armor and stuff on you, right? Yeah, totally wouldn't want that right now. Uh, but you dodge out of the way! Wonderful! Uh, and it's going to attempt to stealth. Uh, okay, so it has made its stealth roll, uh, and if you guys were trying to perceive it, we would go through that whole thing. Anyways, that is all that it does. Um... The Kevin Shadow lashes out at Eli. A 22. Yeah, okay. Um, it's just the four 
damage. Don't worry about the thing. The minimum roll is the first one because it's not a crit. Uh, and 1d4 strength damage. Uh, d4. Two. Um, so two, negative two on your strength. Um, spiritual weapon is not concentration, right? We've gone over this before. It's like, it's super powerful in that it's not concentration or in that it is just a bonus action to do stuff with. Not concentration? Not concentration. That's so incredible. Heck, that is like the best yeah. move in the entire game. That's insane. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so Eli lashes out at you, deals you some damage, and, and saps your strength away as you protect Kevin from it. And Kevin behind you is like, oh no! Uh, but you did defend him. Lucky, the shadow behind you lashes out with its strength draining attack. 21 hits, uh, dealing you 9 necrotic damage, and... Two strength damage as it sucks the strength and life force from your body. Okay. The Eli shadow, which has now moved over to be where Eli and Kevin is, uh, jumps out. Uh, this one had been hidden. Uh, so a 19. Six necrotic damage. Three strength damage from Eli. I need to put Kevin on this list. I forgot. My bad. I'm sorry, which one was strength and which one was necrotic? Uh, the first, the six is necrotic. The three uh, is strength. Oh, okay. I can only see the three. That's why I got confused. Yes, yeah, sorry. The other ones are currently being whispered to me because it won't let me change oh, the okay. sheet in roll 20 right now. So sorry if it's a little bit unclear. No, you're good. Um, but I'll, I'll try to be as clear as I can with it. Uh, I'm putting Kevin at the bottom of the turn order here, so he's just going to take his turn now because I had forgotten about him. So three, um, three strength damage, huh? That's what it says. Oh. Oh, am I back? Oh my god, yeah. I had a hiccup. I had a hiccup that yeah, my internet did. just died. Oh, oh no. Oh, that was weird. So three. Okay. Three strength damage, huh? Yes. Okay. Cool. Type one if you can see us, chat. Sorry about that. I don't know what just happened. My internet just turned off. I'm gonna fucking die. Okay. Um. So, let me see here. Uh, I didn't think Kevin was gonna get into a... A, a battle. Uh, but that's fine. We are pulling Kevin into a battle here. So, I'm pulling up Kevin, the now apprentice wizard. If it'll let me pull it up. Thank you, Roll20. I appreciate that. All right, Kevin. What you got going on here, man? Okay. Uh, Kevin is going to cast Firebolt at the shadow behind Eli. Pew! 
that's a 20! Good job, Kevin! That absolutely hits. Dealing 9 fire damage to, to Kevin's shadow. That's- at, wow, Kevin, goddamn, good job, buddy. That was, that was really good. Um... Wait, that's the one- that's Kevin's shadow. Kevin's shadow fades out of existence! He vaporizes it with a firebolt! Good job, Kevin! Holy crap! Apprentice wizards for the win, that's awesome. Okay. He goes, ha! Yeah! And a, a little firebolt comes out and incinerates the shadow in front of you. Uh, the Kevin shadow has now been defeated. All right, I will delete Kevin shadow. Uh, Eli, it is your go. Kevin incinerated a shadow. Uh... Eli, as that happens, like he got his, he got his, uh, his bad suck, and then all of a sudden, fire. And so he kind of turns around and weakly looks at Kevin, like, nice shot. And, uh, turns back around and. So is my shadow back visible or did it hide again? Uh, it has not made an attempt to hide. All right, that bastard's getting spiritual weaponed. Yeah, um, go get him. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna swing with that. So 16. Uh, sixteen does hit. Yeah. Thank God it doesn't use my strength modifier. It's a good thing I don't have a weapon. Ten force. Ten force damage. Yeah. Uh, hang on. So when I went and clicked on the apprentice wizard. It replaced my shadow sheet with all of the data. So good, I'm going to go good, get that good, real good, quick. Good. I, I have all this stuff, but that's really weird that that was a thing. Uh, it absolutely hits, uh, and you deal with a tremendous amount of damage. Uh, you see as, like, it reverberates against the force around the spiritual weapon itself, and it seems to have a lot of trouble remending itself. Okay. Um. Hmm. Yeah, you've got action still too. I do. I do. Uh, I think Eli will. I think he's gonna. <laughs> do I double down and guiding bolt my shadow? Doth I do it? Uh, There's uh, three other shadows in the room, too. That's true. That's true. Uh, but so Guiding Bolt is a ranged action. Being engaged with this shadow uh, would cause it to be a disadvantage. Um, Kevin was lucky enough to have you in front of him, so he was not at disadvantage with it. Uh, but casting time. a Guiding uh, guiding Bolt is a ranged attack. Yeah. So you are in melee currently with the shadow. It will cause disadvantage on a ranged attack because it is in the like it's I in thought, your face. I thought he killed the shadow that was in melee range of me. You had two. That's right. I got sucked twice. Oh, yes, you did. No. That's why you're hurting real bad. That's right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Hate that. Um, yeah, not good. Hmm. Fine. He's going to turn back around and say, my turn, and do inflict wounds. Okay, yeah, you inflict wounds. I don't know how wounds. that's going to work on a shadow, but here a we go. A 20 absolutely works. So, yeah, go ahead and roll me some damage on that. 
20 necrotic no damage. Way. Three. I rolled <laughs> six, five, and nine on that. D10 at level one. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god, that's right. That's insane. Uh yeah. Uh you in bad guy. You inflict the wounds. It's dead. It uh gets wounded. It gets a lot of things done to it. Uh and it evaporates from existence uh behind you. Uh or I guess in front of you. Oh no, no, it doesn't. Does it, it seems have... entirely unaffected Are you, it's, by the damage nothing. dealt. It seems entirely unaffected by the damage dealt for whatever reason. And you know, Eli, that you put your entire soul into this one. He kind of has this like half cocked grin on his face when he does it. Then he just sees that it has no effect and he's like, huh, huh. Oh, shit. I apologize Sorry. for that mistake, chat. Um, because go the, cry. the the apprentice wizard replaced my entire shadow sheet. I had to put it, pull it back up, and then I read it, and I was like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. Uh, so that's that's a thing. Uh, Eli, that's the turn. That's the turn. All right, Lucky. You got glass in your hand, and luckily you're. Hopefully wearing gloves? God, are you wearing gloves? Uh, I mean, he didn't take off his leather armor, so I guess maybe that includes gloves. He's okay. wearing his leather gloved gauntlet things, probably, maybe. I mean, I'm okay you with You got sharp glass in your hand. Uh, Lucky is going to uh, choose his action to, again, step step at the one who is attacking Pez. Uh, and on his turn would also like to, uh, essentially since he's near Pez, be like, you said somebody's casting, like, is this, is this what, like, is this, is this one of, like, where, where, where are they? Do you do, like, what, what, you know, like, Mm -hmm. are these things casting? What's casting? Do you know? Just to, not to. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Just, uh, Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, and we'll get to that on Pez's turn for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that. Thank you for prompting it. Uh, okay, so you're gonna stabby stab the st- the the shadow, and let's see what happens. A ten? No, it flows again around. This time, similarly to a wind elemental that you saw a picture of in that same book, and you're like, science is not it my just favor. Opened up itself, <laughs> and it, it, it didn't hit anything. It was crazy. Lucky mutters something about how he has dueling, and he's mad he's not hitting. Cool, thanks. <laughs> That's it. Um, do you have a bonus action you want to do? Um, unless the me talking to Pez about a caster, whatever no, she called. Talking, talking is free. Oh, I'm just if saying you as intend a bonus it to be action. Helpful, yeah, but. If you intend it to do the help action. Yeah. For your bonus, then yes. Yeah. If it's just talking, then no. If it's the bonus, then she'll have advantage on doing whatever she's trying to yeah. do here. Yeah, you'll have so. advantage on one of your, like, it's not an attack roll. It's an ability check or something like that. Um, but if you want to use it, you're welcome to. If not, that's totally fine. So. But he's still like, you said somebody's casting. What's happening? These things aren't casting. What are you talking about? All right. The Pez shadow lashes out at Pez. Uh, and it looks like I have to now manually roll all of these. So that's going to be fun. Wait, maybe this will work. Nope, that's Firebolt. This one. Nope. 
Nope. Okay. Yep. I gotta have to manually roll all of this because my roll twenty is being dumb. Sounds good. Uh, so this will be a one d twenty plus four. Uh, fourteen pez. Mm, yep. 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 Okay. Yep. Uh, so that will be two d six plus. To uh, seven necrotic damage. Okay. And one more strength damage. Neat. <laughs> oh my yeah. strength! Yeah, it was they're getting they're, they're getting real crunchy now. Um, which is weird for shadows, but that's what it does. Uh, it is going to attempt to uh, stealth stealthalize itself. Um, and, okay, and Dagonet, what would you like to do? Quick question, Act and Surge, is that bonus action? It is indeed. Okay. Uh, so is Second Wind. It, he, he's just gonna take a swing with his core staff and hope to pin this stupid thing. Okay. Go for it. Uh, th this is the one uh, next to you? Yeah. Okay. 23 absolutely hits. A 7 bludgeoning damage. Yeah, you watch as it and it's not seeming to do as much damage as you think that hit should do. Uh, but you are able to deal some damage to it. Yes. Yeah, heal action surge and do it again. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely with the 19. Uh, another five. So again, yeah, it doesn't feel as good as it probably should. Uh, but you're, you're, I mean, you're getting the hits in. It's not moving out of the way. You, you see like pieces of this like dark material scatter off and like evaporate in the the dancing lights that Pez has uh apparated. Okay. Uh anything else Dagony that you would like to do here? Uh, All right. Hold Pez, you feel the bad suck once again. What do you want to do? Do I notice the lights helping any? Yes, the okay. lights are you you do note that when the shadows try to hide, half the time it just fails. Neat. They're yeah. big dummies, those shadows. And I'm sorry, what was the thing that Lucky had given me? I totally spaced. So Lucky uh, told you you hurt you um, something. You, you felt a spell being cast. Yeah. Right? Was and so what Lucky does is they have a bonus action called help. So they get to help as a bonus action rather than a regular action. This is a, a Humblewood thing. Um, so you can have advantage on an action to carry out a certain thing. In this case, it would be to perceive uh, where this spell had come from, if these were casting spells, or what that whole thing is. Um, I'm going to just say that probably don't need it because you still have your well roll me two constitution saving throws okay seven okay never mind i was gonna say your detect magic would have still been up 
Uh, but with the first constitution failing, it is a concentration of 10 minutes, so you would have failed that. So right now, you're, you're, this is you. You have help on a, some kind of perception or arcana to figure out, uh, if the spellcaster is still around or if these are a result of it or if these are casting spells or whatever. Well, what in the heck? I'm just gonna try and perceive what's going on. If there's a person, is there a person in here? Is it a... Where are these dang things coming from? Sure. That just... Uh... So if you're just trying to find a person, that's going to be perception. If you're trying to discern how these things came to be, that would be Arcana. Okay. I mean, it was a spell, right? I mean, I kind of got that. You tell me what Pez knows. I'm a trap A five. I think you're well engaged with these shadows, uh, and it's really distracting you. And there's no indication through those thick, like, large, long bookcases that there is anyone else around right now. Uh, there's definitely these shadows, though. Wouldn't it be an, an advantage on that roll? It is. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry, I love you. Bye. Yep, I had forgotten to go ahead, even though I just said it. 17. Uh? Yeah, guess what? There's still no one around. There's oh. definitely still these shadows, uh, but you're able to also try and hear if there's anyone around casting a spell. And no, there is not. Uh, but you do perceive that there are these shadows. You've perceived that magic seems to be very good at dispatching them. Uh, and you also see that they are very adverse to having light in the area. They don't like light. They get stabbed and they don't hurt so much. Nobody here. I don't know who done it. Kevin, that was amazing. Keep doing that. Keep whatever you did. It was great. <laughs> it's the best start to a murder mystery. I don't know who done it. And that is just, like, the whole thing. Oh. Okay. Uh, you have a bonus action. Would you like to use it for anything? Yeah. How's Eli? Well, no, because then my stuff would go down. Ooh. Okay, so... Could it be so... a bonus? Could I yeet a healing potion in Eli's direction? Yes. Fix you your dang yeet, self. You can yeet a healing potion towards Eli because this is really a movie in my brain. I'll so absolutely, my teeth. You, can, you can make heroic actions like that. Sure. Rule of coolness. Um... So you yeet a, a regular healing potion over to Eli, who deftly catches it while battling a shadow in front of him in his hedgehog teeth. Uh, he'll still have to pull the cork on it, but it's there. All right. Yep. Uh, the Dagonet shadow makes an attack at Dagonet. A 23 Dagonet, I believe that does oh, actually hit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is six necrotic damage. And three strength damage. Luckily, Dagonet's got a very large pool of that strength stuff, but it may not last forever. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, this one is going to attempt to hide. It does not. It fails miserably at it. As it tries to hide, it shrinks back from the light in the area and is unable to do so. Uh, okay. The Lucky Shadow lashes out at Lucky. 
still behind you since you are well focused on the well, that is a natural 20. Uh, well focused on the one behind Pez. Uh, so this will be 4d6 plus 2. That is 16 necrotic damage and 2 strength damage. Okay. Uh, Kevin gets to go. Kevin is behind Eli still, and he's going to do the exact same thing he did before and cast Firebolt, which just hits, and he deals seven fire damage, eviscerating another shadow in front of Eli. The shadow goes down, affected by the fire damage here. Uh, and yeah, okay. Old fire. I'm reading the resistances just in case. It's okay. Yeah, he kills it. That's another shadow down to Kevin. Uh, so go, Kevin, go. And that is the uh, the Eli shadow down, which was next on the turn list, which is super convenient. And that's all Kevin's gonna do. He's be, he's like he's got his hand gently on the like the back of Eli's clothes here because the spines are very sharp but he's like hiding behind you and he like leans out of the side and casts a firebolt at the thing and it kills it uh okay Eli it is your go the two shadows in front of you have been defeated you have three other shadows still in the room what would you like to do Kevin's got a higher kill count this battle than me um, Kevin, Kevin's got magic, man. <laughs> my man's, I do too. Apparently, it doesn't do check shit. I don't know why I thought that would work against literal. You know what? Shadows. Fireball the area. I yeah, guess you right, know that's right. the. Um, yeah, so I think Eli just coming off of catching this potion in his teeth. I mm -hmm, thank mm -hmm. you for letting that happen. Uh, mm -hmm. He's just going to uncork it, spit the cork out, and just down it. How many? What do I have to roll for that? 2d4 plus 2, I believe. I should put this somewhere. But uh, I basically just put potion eight, of healing in. And... Eight Healy Boys. Uh, yep, 2d4 plus 2. Nice, I remembered. Uh, eight Healy Boys to your body. Uh, um, not my strength. Not the strength, but to your body. Great, okay. That's fine. I, I can take one of those two. Um, all right, so... Who's engaged with what shadow currently? Uh, it looks like Lucky's got two on them currently. Yeah, I'm gonna Dang help it. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to remember where they all were in between panicking about my nine strength. Yeah, yeah, it's it's getting real desperate out here. Uh, yeah, just call me Desperate Dan, because here I go. All right. Uh, that's a uh, nine. Can I use my Bardic Inspiration die on that? You absolutely can use your Bardic Inspiration uh, die D6? on that. D6. That is a six, which is a 15, which means, yes, absolutely hits. A lilting tune comes over the air as the rapier we see almost misses, but at the last moment is redirected by musical notes floating through the air, bumped to the side, and knocked directly into the shadow. Feels right. There you go. Uh, so roll me some damage. Seven, Seven force. force damage. Uh, this is the, the lucky shadow. Is that correct? Um, or the Pez Shadow? I don't know if I would have any insight on which one had actually been hit, so I would just do... I don't think I either have been hit yet. Really? Okay, well, yes. either way, I feel like that's a little too meta. I think Eli would literally just, like, 
hit the first one he sees. So. Uh, Lucky's going to be the closer one. Okay, the lucky so shadow. yeah, he would hit the Lucky Shadow then. Okay, excellent. Yeah, dealing seven damage. You watch again as the like shadows kind of like rip itself apart and seems to vibrate against the force of the rapier inside of it, unable to reform itself. Okay. Um. I already used my action. Okay. Uh. All right. That's all I'm gonna do. Uh, okay, yep, that's the move. Lucky. Uh, it seems that Eli has joined the fray behind you, taking or engaging with the shadow behind you. Uh, what would you like to do? <laughs> um, Lucky is. I don't. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you, Eli from Leslie. But Lucky is just like, I'm going to get this guy. He's attacking my friend clearly, doing damage to mm, her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something is attacking me. And, and I don't know if you notice this, Pez, but like there are these like gross pus like wounds all over him. And he is just like bleeding all over you, like almost leaning onto you with full strength to try to like still stab at whatever is attacking you. He's just like full on. I got you, Pez. They still try to stab the shadow. So. Okay. Stabby stab. Yeah. Oh, thank God. That is a natural 20. Oh. We got there. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Your glass dagger comes through finally, and you stab at the Pez Shadow. Go ahead and roll me some damage on that one. Okay. All right. Um, rolling the damage, and then it's a plus two bonus on it for dueling. If I'm not mistaken. Boop. There you go. Yeah. So. Uh, oh yeah! 13. Wow, I totally forgot that you have that. Uh, so thirteen. Yeah. You watch as like, unlike the rapier, uh, the shadow doesn't. evaporate from the point of entry. You slash into it and you rip the glass dagger back out and you watch as some of the shadow falls away, but it's definitely not as effective as you really wanted it to be. On any mortal person, this probably would have killed them instantaneously. Uh, But yeah, you're able to deal uh, some damage to the the Pez shadow. Congratulations on that one. Feels good. He just kind of like whispers Um, at Pez like, I gotta gotta hit it. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Oh okay. my god. Um excellent. Uh so that is your action. Do you have a bonus action that you would like to ca- to use? I don't really have anything other than the help previously, but at this point, like it's just help like, is help Ooh. is if you giving advantage on anyone's attack is like is huge, right? So if you can help someone doing that, the problem that's... the problem with that is help is like a I have to essentially distract or faint in order to yep. let them have advantage. Otherwise yes. it's just advantage on like ability checks uh and lucky is not fainting or i mean distracting arguably maybe with a stab that actually lands but Mm. i'm not gonna add an extra on i mean Lucky's not doing good and he's just trying to save his friend before he potentially goes down so um that's about it i I mean you're you are a hero of alderwood or alderheart alderwood (laughs) if the humblewood and alderheart um, alderwood's heart (laughs) of the wood yeah, I I mean, he. if you want to count that actual landing stab after two whiffs as a distraction for the shadow, that's totally you fine. Have, you have a bonus action. But I would... And I, if that's, that's the, the only help, argument I would make is like, yeah. Yeah. But. It's, it is a natural 20. It may not have hurt the shadow as much as you thought it did, but it still definitely hurt. That yeah. is enough to distract it from attacking Pez. 
Okay, then I guess, assumedly, like, he's with his, like, I, hit, I finally hit, I got it, I hit it, I hit it, to Pez just being, like, it's weaker behind you if you want to try to attack that guy as an advantage, but. Okay. Uh, Why does this keep changing? I'm pretty sure this should say 14. I think I keep, un like, clicking that wrong, but the Pez shadow goes next. And every time I go to it, it changes it. That's so weird. I don't know why that's happening. It should it say 14. 31 initiative only. Yeah, it should say 14, but every time I click on it, it changes. So I don't know what's happening there. And chat can't see it anyway, so we're just talking about stuff that they can't see. But um Great! The Pez the Pez Shadow that you just attacked, Lucky, uh lashes out at you. You have sufficiently distracted it. As a 21. Uh, that's the wrong roll, sorry. If he does more than three damage, then Lucky collapses onto Pez's shoulder. Does seven necrotic damage and four strength damage. Yeah, didn't kill him on strength, but he's definitely unconscious. Lucky goes down. Drained of strength and life and on their last legs. Lucky is on the ground. Okay. The Pez Shadow will attempt to hide. And is again unable to due to the brightness of the lights provided by Pez. Dagonet, it is now your turn. What would you like to do? You're muted. He's growling in his brain. <clears throat> Mine's still behind me. It's... Yes, yours. You're still you're still engaged with yours. Would I have seen Lucky go down from where I? You are on the same side as Eli. I think as how this battle has folded out, Lucky was actually, excuse me, next to you. Um, so yes, you would have noted it. You're a skilled fighter. You would have noted that enough on the battlefield. Okay. How far away is Lucky's shadow? Or was, was, that, From was Pe you? that was Pez's shadow, sorry. That was Pez's. Yes, Pez's shadow, uh... Let's call it 10 to 15, probably in like real life, like 12 feet from you because it's like between it's you, then Lucky, then Pez, then the shadow, right? Um, but depending on how you move, you could, you know, finagle that, that distance a little bit. Is it a bonus action to disengage? It is an action, action. to dishing, disengage, That's yes. a rogue feature. Absolutely. Yes, level three rogue feature. All right, he'll take it. He's going to. Uh, okay. He's going to rush at uh, Pez's shadow with his quarterstaff. He's going to. Uh, as you lunge away, uh, the shadow lashes out behind you. The Dagonet shadow uh, does a fifteen hit. No. Okay, you are fast enough and able to get away from the Dagonet shadow without taking any damage to get over to Pez's shadow, which has just now put down Lucky. What would you like to do? He's swinging with the score staff like a baseball bat. Swing away. 
A 15 is enough to hit. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Three bludgeoning damage. Again, it feels so futile to try and hit these things with anything physical, but you're damn well gonna try. And you deal it three bludgeoning damage. Okay. Anything else you would like to do here, Dagonet? You have a bonus action remaining. No, that's it for me. Pez, Lucky has gone down in front of you. The shadow remains directly beside you. Dagonet has leaped over to try and destroy the Pez shadow. Uh, and Eli has also made their way over there. What would you like to do? Um, I'm, how is the, does the, is the pet shadow bleeding? What does it look like? It is, hurting? yeah. It's <laughs> very hard to tell, weirdly enough, that these shadows, uh, in the amount of damage that they've sustained. Um, is he saying, ow? You know what's so weird? is like, they're actually all even right now, which is funny. Um, they look still... I don't know how to describe shadows well enough to do this. They're not fading away very quickly. Uh, they're still very well put together. Uh, all right. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bardic inspiration myself like, oh boy, we gotta, we gotta get him for lucky. I, so can you post bardic inspiration for me? I read this thing on Twitter the other day and I don't want to like take something away from you, but it was something that was purposely said that said that bards don't get bardic inspiration from themselves. Oh, is that true? Inspire others and I, is what it says. I had always taken it as you can just inspire whatever, but I believe it is inspire it others. others. Dang, yes. get, that's okay. It's fine. I got rules lawyered over Twitter, so <laughs> we're going to just take it as it is. Mm, okay, I'm going to... I guess I have a dagger. I guess I guess I'll just try and stab it because these things got to go down. Because if they don't go down, then we're all in deep... Heck, I guess. Right? Oh, my mouse is clicking before I'm clicking. That's fun. I like when it's... That was that. me, sorry. Oh. oh okay. I have control of your character sheet, too, and I was taking a look at it. I was getting curious. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't want the lights to go down because I don't want them to be able to hide because that would be bad. But also, okay. Lucky's on the ground. Yeah, you can get Lucky up. Um, you can attack. You can inspire someone else in the group. You can uh, attempt to disengage from this shadow. Um, attempt to run. You have. I stab it. My numbers aren't very good. It's not. I don't think it would yeah. be super useful. Um, casting I'm, anything ta I'm taking else. a look at your sheet real quick. So sorry if I'm moving stuff around too quickly. No, uh, you're good. Just trying to give you some options here. Um, heroism is there. Uh, would that make the lights go away? Is that concentration? Concentration up to one minute? Yes, it would. Uh, healing word is non-concentration. Oh, um, I thought it... Oh. Mm -mm, it is an instantaneous vocalization. And I could get lucky up with that. It's also a bonus action. Yeah. 
and I could get lucky up with that. You absolutely could. I'm gonna get lucky up with that. Oh, buddy, you gotta stab this thing again because I'm not very good at it. Okay. Do that. Level two. Level two. Ten hit points restored to Lucky. You note that some of the necrotic blood-filled pustules reduce around Lucky's face and arms. Lucky, your eyes shoot open. Bloodshot on the ground still, but you are alive if feeling drained. I'm like startles awake with like, Evan's not your biggest fan, I am. Uh, okay, hang on. What? (laughs) Oh my god. We're gonna talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then that was a bonus. Get up. It's okay. You're that fine. was a bonus action. Correct. You're doing fine. You look great. You look, we'll just put some concealer over that. It'll be okay. And, and then I'm just gonna. I don't know. I guess I'll just stab it. I guess the the pen's one behind yeah. me. Make oh. an attempt. Yeah. Um. So yes, absolutely. Thank that you. works. An eighteen. You get him. Uh, yeah, so again, you're, you have the same experience everyone else does, where that the, the dagger doesn't seem to do as much as you think it should. Um, you stab it real good! You remember stabbing at least a bandit captain as strong as this, but that one died, and this one does not. And there you go. But you are able to get your friend up and deal damage to your own shadow. Uh, this leaves the Dagonet shadow. This Dagonet shadow lashes out at Dagonet, as as per the name would state. Uh, a natural 20, Dagonet. Uh, my rolls are on tonight, I guess. Um, 16 necrotic damage. And 4 strength. Dagonet, are you still up? Yes. Tanky boy still tanking. That is insanity. Uh, okay. It rolled max on both of these things, which is incredible. It's going to attempt to hide. And it fails miserably. Again, thanks to the lights that Pez has put up around. Okay. Uh, the lucky shadow is dead, right? We did that one. Just forgot to remove it. Uh, Kevin. Is the lucky shadow dead? No, it's not. Fuck. Holy shit, there's three of these things still up. Okay, lucky shadow. I will add you back, sorry. Sorry, shadow. I'm sure that you mind. Um, let's call it a... The Lucky Shadow, uh, I guess, lashes out at um, Pez, since Lucky is on the ground. A nine. Pez is able to skillfully dodge out of the way of any of the damage there. Thank fuck. Okay. (laughs) The Dagonet Shadow uh, has already gone. Good. We're good there. Kevin. Kevin gets to go. Thank God. Ke- Kevin blasts with his fireball, leaning out the other side of Eli. Goes, and tries to blast the Pez Shadow. An 11 is unable to hit. It f- 
skitters off to the side, unable to do any damage. He goes, no! Yeah, but that is his entire uh, turn. Eli, top of the turn order. What would you like to do? Sorry, I missed what Kevin said. Uh, what did he say? He goes, no! Oh, all right, nice. Just, yeah. Cool. He's very upset. He's trying to impress Pez, right? So Yeah, oh, of course. Aren't we all? Um, or survive. Either way. So, Lucky Shadow's still up and not unlucky on Pez, but basically right next to Lucky. Uh, I'm sorry. One more time with that. I said Lucky Shadow is still next to Lucky-ish. Yes. So, on your side. Yeah. Uh, Pez is in front of you. Pez's shadow behind behind them, if they were facing forward, behind them. Mm -hmm. um, the shadow for Lucky is next to Pez. Directly south of that is Lucky's shadow. Got it. Okay. Or Lucky themselves. Sorry. Lucky yeah, themselves yeah, on the I ground. Lucky meant. shadow. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You got it. I knew what you meant. Okay. Um, Sorry. Theater no, of the you're mind. Good. You're good. <laughs> uh, so I would like to pop over to Lucky if possible. Yes. Yes, you note that they are conscious, okay. eyes open, but still on the ground. Yeah, I'd like to pop over to Lucky, um, help them up, and on, upon touch, casting Cure Wounds as I help yes. them up. Absolutely. Uh, and just run over and say, we're almost through it, friend. We got this. And uh, Lucky, you get 11 healing. And uh, as as he does that, he'll turn around and kind of do the swish and flick and uh, yes. let the spiritual weapon do its thing. Does a 13 hit? It does. Oh, thank fuck. Okay. Uh, which one is this targeted against? Pez's or Lucky's? Uh, whoever I hit before. Lucky Shadow, I think I hit before. Sure. So four damage. Okay. Excellent. So you deal it four more uh, force damage. You note again that it reverberates around the the spiritual sword mm -hmm. um, and is unable to reform itself while the sword is there. Yeah. Okay, good turn. Good turn. That's it. Uh, Lucky, you're standing now and feeling pretty good. And then another pustule pops on your arm and you feel bad again. But other than that, <laughs> you're still good to go. Uh, the glass dagger is on the ground. You could easily grab that if you would like to. Uh, but other than that, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, especially where I, I know I'm right next to Eli. I'm right next to Pez. But where are the shadows within this space? Uh, there is one directly next to you. So you get up. You're facing Eli. The shadow is right here. Pez is there. Pez's shadow is there, like, on the other side. Okay. I know now that this is really weird with this camera, but hopefully that gets across. Everyone that listens to this on audio only, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so, for, um, question, D&D peoples, uh, if I were to try to put myself, because I have, um, nimbleness, so I can move yes. through a space of somebody larger than me. Technically, Pez is larger than me. These shadows are technically larger than you, except for the one that's your size. Yeah. Uh, so um, what I wanted to try to do is have... So now that I, he's like, he's feeling rejuvenated, he's got more HP. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't have my dagger anymore, but uh, this, this this spiritual weapon is doing more damage than I was doing before at all. Um, so he's wanting to kind of shove between and around Pez to put himself in between Pez's shadow. You want to pull Pez. the Eli? Yeah. Yeah. You want to pull the Eli hero move? Yeah. I mean, um, she res. I mean, I guess she like brought me back to consciousness, and then I see Eli. Sure. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just... You can uh, you can do that unless Pez chooses to resist. Kevin didn't choose to resist because he's too small to resist Eli. Anyways, Pez, do you resist Lucky shove out of the way? I mean, ooh, what, like, what the heck? What you, ooh, I mean, I'm not going to resist, but I'm going to be confused, and I don't know if I like it. Lucky seems to know what they're doing. Okay. Uh, Lucky, you are now in between Pez and their immediate shadow. Um, Lucky's not very smart, but he would like to, uh, essentially try to grapple the shadow or try to, uh, athletic subs. Uh, the, the action was to shove. Oh, oh, never mind. So I just want to make that clear. That's, then that's all he's got other than being like, okay, nah, just don't attack my friend. <laughs> like he's just, geez. you shoved her out of the way. Uh, that I would constitute that as a bonus help action against that particular shadow. If anyone was to attack it, it's distracted for sure. 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 Okay. Uh, the Pez shadow. Well, luckily there's a lucky in the way now. Um, it's natural 20. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Thirteen necrotic damage. That's fine. One strength <gasps> damage. Okay, great. That's great. That's the big one. That's, That's the great. actual big one. Girl, we're good. Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen necrotic damage. All of those roiling blood pustule filled boils on your skin. Well, they return in even greater proportion, and you feel even more drained. Having shoved Pez out of the way, you feel lethargic, <gasps> as if you were going to collapse at any moment. But you are alive still. I got you. I got you, Piss. I got you. I got you. This is someone else roll natural 20s, please. Okay. Uh, this Pez shadow is going to attempt to hide. That's what they do. That is a natural 20. The Pez shadow disappears from sight. Okay. Dagonet, what would you like to do? Um, mine's on my heels, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is still there. Eli has positioned themselves in front of Lucky Shadow here. Uh, Lucky has positioned themselves in front of Pez's Shadow. I believe Eli, you're in between Lucky Shadow and Pez Shadow at this point. I, yeah, Lucky I is say, now I, wherever I was, wherever I would have singular contact to yep. be to get Lucky. Yeah, Lucky is at singular contact with Pez Shadow. You have contact with Pez Shadow and uh, Lucky Shadow. Dagonet, you have contact with Lucky Shadow and Dagonet Shadow. He's he's looking winded and kind of like with his core staff to handedly like shove behind him, like at his shadow that came up at him. He's like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the, the the really cinematic like backwards slash thing. Like I saw yes. you coming. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll. Yeah. Oh my 
That is a natural one. Uh, I think the shadow just moves out of the way. It is a shadow, indeed, and it is very swift. Uh, right. Unable to make any contact here. Uh, Dagonet, do you have any bonus actions that you would like to use? I'm going to second wind. That is a great idea. Okay, so five hit points recovered. But plus fighter level, so that's nine total. Yes. Oh, yeah, because you just rolled to hit that. Yep, yep, so plus your fighter level. So nine total. Okay. Anything else? No, he's useless. Okay. <laughs> Pez, you've been shoved out of the way. This is the first time you're not in contact with any of the shadows around you. What would you like to do? Throw up. Same. Um, but <laughs> that does take an action, and your friends need your help. So let's figure out something else to do. Oh, okay. Uh, ooh, they're all kind of, everybody's kind of looking not great, right? Lucky's probably the worst, though. Lucky, Lucky's looking pretty terrible. Or just a regular kind of terrible. I'm lucky gonna... how you look is it good is it bad is I, it ugly lucky is how do i say this definitely covered in these new pimples he's calling friends now um he probably couldn't lift a sheet of paper but you can't help that um and there are a couple of things that could take some damage <laughs> lucky feels fine <laughs> lucky's just, just like Kill him! Yeah, I can do it. It's fine. <laughs> None damage spells. I'm, I'm gonna, no. if I can, if this is a thing that I can do, uncork a potion, a healing potion, and just be like, Lucky, open up! And I'm just gonna, like, shove it. If <laughs> Lucky is acceptable to it, you can force feed them a potion. Okay. Lucky, you're being force fed a potion like a baby bird. What do you want to do with that? You like that? Is that good? He probably says okay, but tells Eli to look away. Look away, Eli. Look away. <laughs> yes, that is uh, <laughs> a lot going on. Yes, <laughs> that's a lot going on there. Um, roll me 2d4 plus two pets. It's just doling out potions left and right this battle. Okay. Five. And then... Thanks. Drink all of it. Don't spit any of it up. Get all, get all that down. I got it. I got it. I got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you feel slightly better, though a little embarrassed, and you'll probably reconcile with that after you're out of a life and death situation. Uh, okay. Kevin's been Bonus wrecking action. these really good, so I think I'm just going to bardic inspiration Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, you are my hero. You are doing so good. Kevin gets the absolute like anime stars in his eyes thing, and he like gets like a, a really nice Super Saiyan power up. He's like, yes, best because I'm the greatest. And yeah, he's going to uh, attempt to do even better now than he was doing previously. Go, Kevin. Go, MVP. Um, we'll see how he handles that. So. The Lucky Shadow 
Oh, goodness gracious. Uh... Eli, roll me a 1d2. <laughs> for... for why? Uh, you just roll... Okay. Uh, the Lucky Shadow lashes out at Eli. As a 14, Eli, does that make contact? It does. Okay. Uh, that deals... Hell, dude. This scrolling up in my rolls, and it's been a while since I've rolled 2d6 plus 2. That is 10 necrotic damage. Okay. It's thinking for too long. Okay, good. One strength damage. <laughs> Great, my strength and dex are the same. <laughs> We've made it, everybody! We've made it. <laughs> We've made it. Awesome. Uh, it was secret reasons. Don't worry, chat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm pretty sure you can figure it out. Um, mm -hmm. The lucky shadow is going to attempt to hide and potentially does so successfully. Yeah, it does. Okay. The Dagonet shadow behind Dagonet lashes out. 23, I know, hits. Bless it. Eight necrotic damage and three strength damage. Dagonet's been getting the bulk end of these large strength modif like modifying damages. Dagonet, are you up? I'm up. Excellent. It's Kevin's turn. Kevin is going to run from behind where Eli was. And he's going to run up next to Pez, past Pez, over to where Lucky is, and angle himself in just such a way that hopefully this doesn't hurt anyone. And he says, For you, Pez! And he places his hands out in front of him, his fingertips touching at the center, and he casts Burning Hands, dealing 13 fire damage in a cone if these shadows are unable to make the saves, which they are... Holy shit, Kevin. You watch as an epic cone of flame emits from Kevin's tiny little claws and engulfs each of the shadows, one after the other. And you watch as after the light and the blinding heat fade, so too do the shadows fade from this realm? Kevin slays all three shadows in a row with one spell. And I believe that brings us to the end of combat. What a fucking legend. <laughs> Holy shit. I, like, I rolled through the things, and I was like, no way does he actually... Everyone was just low enough. 
actually incredible. A silence falls over the library, except for the sound of crackling fire on very, very old books. Part of the library is now aflame. Um, party? What would you like to do about that? I stopped preparing create water a while ago, so, uh... <laughs> Can I try that? It would make a mess, but... Warding wind. A strong 20 mile per hour wind blows yep. <laughs> in a 10 foot radius around you. It deafens other creatures and you, extinguishes unprotected flames in the area that are torch-sized or smaller. Thankfully, this has this actually written out in the spell because I was like, this is the wildfire yep. that happens in the library. I was panicking until I read that. It hedges out vapor, gas, and fog. The area is difficult terrain. Attacks roll of, uh, of ranged weapons have disadvantage when they pass in or out. Oh my god, it's actually perfect for this entire case. Yes, you can use Warding Wind. Pez, what does that look like? Down. I'm just gonna stand up and just start spinning around just like, oh boy. Like, uh, just protect your eyes. Come around. And some ash and sparks do fly around. Um, but as per the spell, these are fresh flames and they are extinguished quickly by the warding wind. Though, some tomes in their age definitely experience some damage due to the dryness and the conditions of the library. But you are able to extinguish them all instantaneously, Pez. It's very good. That was a great catch, Pez. And Kevin... <laughs> that <sighs> was incredible. That was amazing! <laughs> wow! Did you learn that from books? He sits down on the ground and goes, Yeah! I am. Um, yeah! Um... That's part of uh, basic training here at the ADVM is spells to protect ourselves. <sighs> yeah, I'd say you did that and much more. I got, I got, uh, I, I got all of them. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Uh -huh. I was so concerned with protecting you um, that uh, you ended up protecting me. Are you guys okay? And he like looks around closely at Lucky, full of pustules, Dagonet as well, Eli as well, Pez as well, and all of you looking about to collapse over. Oh, oh goodness. Um this isn't this isn't good. Um Oh Mornane! Martin, where are you? Um, we need help, please, please. And he starts trying to find you some kind of help. 
and begins running around the library. Uh, what does the party do? Dagony's like a little slow to kind of move around. And I think we should uh, get out of here while we can. Did I know that somebody cast that? Um, you can attempt to make an Arcana check or uh, cast Detect Magic again. Um, I'm gonna do Detect Magic. Yeah, you're gonna go ahead and use the. Sure, sure. So, um, at each of the dissipation points of the shadows, though their corporal forms no longer are there, and your shadows are directly returned upon the ground where the dancing lights have now created them in many different forms. You note that this is absolutely some form of conjuration magic, and a pretty strong one at that. Definitely someone who has some some good skill uh, in the ability. The location of the casting? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I think uh, in that, it hasn't been long enough for it to have dissipated in any, in any way. Um you know that it was cast within 30 feet of you at some point in time. Uh, and it looks like as you make your way over to that location where this conjuration magic feels strongest, there is a page on the ground. Y'all, we should... Um, okay, so the magic, the stuff that happened, that was, that was, a, someone cast that, it was, it was a conjuration thing, and also there's a thing on the ground, and I don't know if I want to touch anything else, but we should probably just maybe get out of here, I don't like, I don't like it. You note, Pez, as you say all this, the page itself is covered with dark runes uh, scratched upon the, upon the parchment. Is it words? You can make an arcana check if you would like. They are runes, not words. A 16, which meets the DC for this. It's necromancy. Particularly strong necromancy. But you do note now, upon inspection, the magic in the runes have been spent. This scroll is of no use to anyone. Y'all, that is that is some necromancy sh shenanigans. Don't like it. Don't like this place. Don't like any of it. It's bad. That came from that scroll there? Yep. The scroll looks all all done done for. You note that there's the the glow is strongest from the scroll itself for that conjuration magic. It's real glowy with some magic stuff, but uh, ooh. we should leave. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Do I go hang out with the cats outside again? Is there um? Do I see anybody else in here or any, like, sign that anybody may have, like, 
ducked out in a hurry and left some, I don't know, feathers on the ground sure. if it's a bird. Right. Roll me an investigation. Investigate the area. A nine. A nine. It, it, no. There doesn't seem hide nor feather of anyone or anything that had been around here. I believe during your investigation, though, uh, you hear a, Ooh, what, what, what is going on here? What is, why? Ash is in my library. Oh, and Kevin's behind him. I, I found the librarian. That uh, they're all very hurt. Morgan, please. Where, where have you been? I, like Lucky's like angrily oh. shouting at him because he was trying to find him earlier before yeah, finding the globe. Course. I was uh, putting away some highly sensitive scrolls on the other side of the library. Is that a part of the library I particularly Terribly went earlier? fragile evocation scrolls. It would have been the opposite direction okay. from where you had gone. Uh, you would you would have gone like this way. He was he's yeah. gesturing in the opposite direction, but you don't know. You could make him tell you where. Funny story. Oh, you mentioned didn't... scrolls. Ooh, yes. Very old, fragile evocation scrolls. Mm. Yeah, somebody just attacked us in your library using. Attack? In this library? Well, yeah. We didn't just decide to tarnish all these books. Right? I'm getting a general feeling from the group that maybe you don't trust this guy. I had. To Would just... you like to roll some <laughs> insight to maybe get a stronger feeling? Eli about would. Okay. So anyone that is watching this here that is a natural 20 from eli holy shit please roll me some insight if you would like to have any uh for this daggaday that is a natural one which is a zero uh pez has got the 17 and lucky has the uh 11 okay hang on All right, so he gets to make an opposed check. Um, so let's find out how this all this goes. <laughs> okay, um, Eli, I'm going to send you a private message here. Oh, we're still live. I yeah, well, I know. Dude. <laughs> um Okay. Yeah, so give me one moment. Uh I'm going to DM uh Rob here. You're already doing that, silly. I'm sorry, I'll stop. Please don't kill my character. Yeah, uh, well, that was very close, but we have not done that uh, yet. Um, and this is what you pick up. Uh, and I want to note that this was only capable because of the natural 20. Because he also rolled a natural 20. And Eli barely beat that out. Oh, Eli, you have your knowledge. 
what would the party like to do? Dagonet is kind of like standing with his arms crossed with like disappointed dad stare. He's tired. Right. Done with this. Shit. So, so I'll put it this way for you guys. The rest of you think Mordain is absolutely telling the truth now. There's nothing in your insight into Mordain that says that they're lying to you about the placement of these scrolls or their location or what he was doing. Y'all have a, do you have a doctor's office in here? You know. Oh, yes, uh, the infirmary would be... Uh, one moment, and he pulls out his little insignia that you've seen previously on the other professors, and he l holds it up to his face. Oh, help, down in the library, there's been an attack! Without any action here, uh, people will eventually show up. Um, so is there anything that you would like to accomplish before people show up? I think... The infirmary is all well and good. I think we should be... I'd like to bring the Dean down here. Ooh, yes, um, it is quite late now. Um, maybe in the morning to do a proper investigation? That will get you I think to the infirmary now, immediately. I think now is fine. We will have to resolve that on the next episode. We are past time. And we'll have to figure out what is actually happening here in the Avium next week on Diefall Alderheart. Thank you guys for being here for episode 19 of the show. The party again narrowly survives a very deadly encounter thanks to some of the raw power of an apprentice wizard at the avium go kevin let's do some shout outs and let's go around the table malaveth where can the people find you at i'm Malaveth. i'm on the internet i draw stuff i post it on twitter a lot instagram i stream three days a week normally drawing stuff sometimes animal crossing there's other games that exist i just forget which ones currently yep they like drawing butts i'm working on avatar fan art uh yep excellent thank you very much bonus stage rob where can the people find you at well, when I'm not running the Kevin fan club, you can usually mm. find me at uh, twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore Rob. Uh, that is where I stream video games of varying quality and, and, and substance and whatnot. Uh, right now I'm playing through Hollow Knight for the first time and uh, getting real humbled real fast. Um, and also tomorrow I'll be checking out the new Shantae game that just came out uh, today, Shantae and the Seven Sirens. So I'm really excited about that because I have also never played a Shantae game. Um, when I'm not doing that, I am doing other role-playing shenanigans on the internet, like uh, Mine of Lost Mine of Fandelver over at twitch.tv slash the Monty Hall. Uh, I think, I think Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern is our last episode we are like right up at the end and uh dm thinks we're gonna finish it next session so there's nice. that and then uh i also am in 
a monster of the week show on twitch.tv slash game nights that's game nights with two g's like gg and k in nights like a dude with a sword um and that's at 4 p.m eastern standard uh every other sunday currently but will become every sunday very shortly Whoa. uh so we're off this week and then it becomes weekly after that so that's really exciting um so yeah that's what i'm doing excellent thank you very much sir the lady may where can the people find you at well they can find me right now on thursdays playing dagonet uh other than that uh instagram and twitter for the meantime where i post things of animal crossing nature and cats and you know instagram you know once upon a time you can see the paintings i have used to do on my channel but uh yeah for now lots of off stream things so soon to be yes. on stream things in the pipeline Ooh, it's exciting thank you very much may i appreciate you playing this night Mr. simply jackson last but certainly not least where can the people find you at uh, twitch.tv forward slash simply underscore jackson or on twitter without the underscore hi thank you for having me i play guild wars come watch it cool yes new new guild wars full-time streamer right here <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for playing tonight. Uh, guys, thank you for being here this evening. I super duper appreciate it. Um, if you're new here, think about hitting that follow button here and all over the place with all of these wonderful people all over Twitch. Um, they're fantastic and I, I hope you do find a, a nice home here and over in all of those places. Uh, it's wonderful to have you guys here. We have a Patreon post show to go record. We're gonna go talk about shadows and Kevin and stuff. If you'd like to join the Kevin fan club, that's over in the Discord. I dropped the link in the chat. We're gonna go now. Have an excellent evening. Goodbye.